I'm back, guys. Welcome Bummer. to Sports I mean, and Broadcast. Hey, hey, Sports and Broadcast. First of all, I just want to give a shout out to Chris at Copy and Steel. Chris, we're using his uh, studio for the night again. This is an amazing setup. Like, this is my first time. I know Daniel and uh, Travis got their taste of it, but Chris, shout out you again. It's at Copy A N D Steel. S T E A L. So, stealing. Copy and steal. Just look it up on his Instagram. He's doing amazing work. So shout out Chris. If y'all want to content create, he could help you do that for sure. And like, man, this is like the dream right here. You know, he's got the camera set up. We got some amazing lighting going on. Got a nice little graphic on our right hand side. We'll probably get this up on YouTube at some point. Hopefully that's the goal. But Another yeah. time it's at C-O-P-Y-A-N-D-S-T-E-A-L. Copy and steal. All right. All right. A lot going on, huh? A lot going on, man. Like, who would have thought? I think huh? about a month ago, we were struggling to find stuff oh, to talk dude, that's about. that's funny. A lot and of And we still ran it for an hour. And we still ran it for an hour and a half, dude. Man. You're right. You're right. But uh, obviously, the headline today, though, is the NBA and, and MLB. And MLB and WNBA, but kicked off by the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks and Orlando Magic deciding to boycott these games, you know, postpone, which influenced other teams, being the Rockets, Thunder, Lakers, Blazers, and other sports even, the baseball, yeah, the Padres, Padres, the, the Reds. Brewers, everybody's, everybody's decided to make that postpone happen based mm. off of the things that And rightfully so, I mean, this is all bigger than sports. Jacob Blake is the, uh, you know, the latest victim of police brutality. Um, looking at the video, in my opinion, I'm like, listen, he was literally breaking up a fight. He was being a peacemaker. The cops got called. He comes. They start harassing him. He goes where his children are in his car to check on his children. Crazy. And the cops are literally pointing a gun at him. And he's not resisting. He's simply walking to his car. I've seen extremely much worse. It's 3v1. And yet this man gets seven bullets in the back. It needs to stop. I mean, like, we've talked on this a lot, and it, it breaks everyone's hearts, man. It's it's heartbreaking hearing Chris Webber. It's breaking. It's heartbreaking hearing, you know, Kenny Smith and, like, all yeah. these guys, Shaq. Like, it's 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 just another day, and, like, you see this shit, and it's, it's heartbreaking, and, it's, like, it's frustrating to see. And I'm glad how good the NBA has been with their players and how strong our players have been on, on voicing their opinions on this injustice. And the WNBA has always been the forefront of all this, if we don't know. Like, WNBA has always been there, so shout out to WNBA for this. And then also baseball, you know, boycotting your games. There's bigger things than sports right now. Yeah, especially if you think about the WNBA compared to the NBA. These NBA players, the biggest fine they can get for anything like yeah, this, which I don't think Adam they Silver... They don't make nearly the money. Adam Silver's not going to do that, I don't think. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. biggest fine for um, forfeiture would be $5 million, but I don't think that's going to happen no, at all. And no. then the WNBA... However big their forfeiture is going to be, those women make what, a hundred grand at yeah. most? Not compared to, yeah, exactly. Yeah, at most. So it's just tough because you think about like, you know, when they were talking about, hey, we're going to get this bubble thing together. And a lot of the NBA players, I mean, I don't remember all of them, but I remember Dwight Howard talking about like, I don't know if I'm going to go back because, you know, we're making progress on this social injustice stuff. Kyrie and, you know, was police brutality. For this. Kyrie, and, you know, Kyrie was kind of a little extra in some ways. And, you know, but Dwight, I remember, was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm going to come back. But, you know, push comes to shove. They all decided, you know what, we'll do it and we'll use our platform. And then this happens, and then I just think they were fed up, and they're like, "This is it, just festered enough." Isn't everyone fed up? Though? Yeah, yeah, we are, we are, we are, we are for sure. It was frustrating to see, you know, and 
Marcus, our buddy Marcus Taylor, shout out to him. I don't even know if he listens like that, but he better. He, he put something on Instagram. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you know, how many? He's like, y'all can laugh about like, hey, you shouldn't run from the cops, but how many times have you ran from the cops in your life? And I was like, bro, like, how many times have we all ran from the cops? Yeah, with like, all of us. All yeah, of us ran from cops. Really, and then Daniel. he's like, bet, you know. And uh, it's just unfortunate, man. Like, you know, it's just very unfair, and um, you know, we got to get better. And and I. It was very cool to see the NBA do it. Selfishly, as a fan, I was butthurt. Because right now, we'd be watching the Lakers game. As we were doing this podcast, which would be amazing. But, like, we get it at the same time. And good for the NBA for starting the conversation all up again. And just, we got to get better as a country, guys. Like, please. You know? And that's my take on it. Yeah, I love that the MLB got into it as well. It's not that they haven't been, like... Um, but I, I, I like it. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's shedding light on things that need to be shed on line. If you, and if you're one of those people that are saying like, well, you shouldn't have resisted, listen here. There's people that have, white people have resisted and literally had guns pointed at cops and nothing's happened. So yeah. let's come on, dude. Let's look in the mirror and like, come on, like let's be the difference in a positive way and not try to bring that negativity. It's like, you see what's happening. Don't be ignorant, don't be stupid. And that's just our kind of our message just to start it off, man. I mean, like we all, understand why sports need to be on halt as well it should we're shedding light on things that need to be shed light on um but it is a sports podcast so guys let's uh let's get on some some sports huh let's get on to some sports you know i we had a smooth transition planned up but i just totally forgot it Aaron. i apologize but we're gonna talk a little bit of baseball you know there's some unwritten rules that have been broken by our boy fernando tetis jr on the padres who have been on an absolute tear but you know, there's some old baseball heads, and that's one of the oldest uh, sports for sure, as far as uh, people go. And uh, yeah, trash. I was gonna say to baseball. Say. This is my least favorite thing about baseball. It's not the 162 regular season game. I like baseball. I know you guys look at me as the not baseball guy, but I do like baseball. I actually watch the playoff games. I think they're fun, and I think this scenario with the shortened season is fun. I love this. But I'm unwritten so rules look how excited, are man. the biggest fucking joke. Yes. And I've ever heard of. Chris, the NBA, that is you could sit there and cross a dude up and talk smack in his face. Or this this last game. Mantras Harold and what Patrick about, what Beverly. About, what about uh, nutmegging a guy? Oh, no, you nutmegging. Exactly. There's yeah. so many different things. Like Patrick Beverly, who didn't even dress for the game, and Montrez Harrell were on the bench laughing at Michael Kidd Girl Chris's yeah. jump shot. Okay, Harold, you're not allowed to take jump shots yourself. You're not allowed to. Even though he hit that three. He least. hit that three, but that was when they were up. I know. I'm just He's playing. not allowed to take jump shots. And Pat, you airball just as many threes as you make. Patrick's I'm not trying to dude. hear that. God, My, I hate Patrick. Exactly. I can't the wait to talk Clippers, but You know bro. what? How fun is that? It's fun. I'm all about it. Let's do it. Let's talk shit. Let's have fun. Baseball, if you... Oh my God, baseball. If you don't, if you hit a home run and you don't run fast enough, yep. it's a problem. If you hit a home run and you run too slow, it's a problem. If you bat flip too big. If you bat flip too big. If you look at the fucking hit too long, it's a fucking problem. And the thing that happened with Tatis Jr., them being up, what, seven to three or what was They're it? They're up in the eighth inning by seven and it was a 3-0 pitch. And it was a 3-0 pitch and they were mad that he swung. They were mad that this Grand dude slam swung. though. <laughs> Grow the fuck up, dude. And the same thing that happened with Jose Bautista a couple years ago. Remember when he hit that? No, that was up? the backflip. No, no, no. But I'm saying that was that was a big deal, and they got in a fight at second base. Like I think the same. That backflip was year. big time. That too, was legendary. Bro. He I feel like a hard O too. Exactly. Like, How oh. many highlights have you seen of Jose Bautista flipping that? Oh bat my here? god. Those so, are moments. Capture them. That's part of the sport. And then Mason Bumgarner sitting there salty towards a. Uh, 
the dude on the Dodgers for hitting it out in the lake. Remember that one time, uh, Max Muncie? Yeah. He he grant he he sent it on the right field into the lake, and then yeah. and Bob Garner was like, "Oh, stop looking at the pitch and just run your bases." Yeah. And Muncie yelled at him. He's like, "Why don't you get the ball out of the water?" Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't know that. I just I just I think this is the stupidest thing. It's these dudes protecting their fragile. Dude, ass what it is? It's old white crusty dudes that fucking <laughs> you know what I mean? Straight yeah. up, dude. It's just the old crusty mm-hmm. white dudes that are fucking like meh, 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 like you shouldn't have swung on it. Dude, fuck me, dude. Tatis is a 21-year-old phenomenon in baseball right now, putting up numbers that have never been seen before. From a shortstop? From a shortstop. Not just shortstop, but all together. Better than Mike Trout. Better than fucking every A-Rod. Everyone that you can imagine. This guy's putting up stupid numbers. And sorry, throw up. How about you pitch better? Pitch better. Make it not a 3-0 pitch. Like, you ever what? think about that? Since sorry. when the competition of sports be Like, sorry that you pitched around me with the bases loaded, you pussy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and sorry. And by the way, the pitch that he hit was a pitch that was outside, barely outside the strike zone, and he took an oppo and hit it grand slam. Yeah. So, you know what? How about you blow me? Think about that. And then, like, and a shout out to Padres. Daniel mentioned it. We hit four grand slams consecutively against the Rangers, the team yeah. that started this. So what a big f you to the Rangers. Yeah. It was beautiful. Matter of fact, we the, the next game we had the bases loaded and we didn't hit a grand slam. But the next uh, the next game we've hit five grand slams in six games. Yeah, isn't that? It's the we were the first team in MLB history to have four consecutively, and the Padres are now 18 and 13, with second in the NL West. Um, right behind the Dodgers, who are 22 and 8. 22 and 8, dude, that team is unreal. They are destined for the playoffs. But guess who also are the Padres for the first yeah. time? So, just yeah. like we were talking about unwritten rules, Tatis, I love it. Machado's getting hot. Um, you know, unfortunately, we had a bad outing by Chris Paddock yesterday. Yeah, we lost like 8 to 3, but we were also on a seven game winning streak. So, it's bound to happen. We just swept the Astros that were on an eight game winning streak and we swept them. Shout out, fuck the Astros kind of thing. Yes. Um, Hashtag but, never forget 2.0. But I just wanted to um, thank you, Travis. You literally said exactly what I want to say about the unwritten rules. It's for old white dudes. It's it's out of pocket now, dude. Like, we're in 2020, dude. We have 21-year-olds that have... Yeah, they grow up with the game. They're very respectful of the game. Don't get it twisted. However, these are phenomena, uh, phenoms of athletes, and they're going to do what ath- amazing athletes do. And so I don't want to hear none of these unwritten rules anymore, to be yeah. honest with you. I think like 99% of people were actually back in. No, they were. They you know, were. It was like, I don't know who was talking smack, but I just saw a lot of people. It was, the, man, it was the manager for the Rangers, and of it was course. just a couple other guys. Of you course, know, right. But another folks. thing was Tingler, Jason Tingler, the rookie manager for the Padres, also said, hey, this was a lean, learning experience because Tatis allegedly got a take, talk, take call. Mm. And he said, Fuck your take call. I'm swinging, bro. Real, bro. I love it. And he did it. You and Jason Tingler all salty about it. And even uh, J- our Preller, AJ Preller, our GM, gave him a little bit. But that's what pisses me off. Like, you want to run our freaking all star shortstop out of business? Dude's trying to make money. Like, dude's trying, and you're not even trying to, to make money. He's trying to have fun, bro. That's He's literally thing. bringing fun to baseball. Okay, so that's the thing. You're up 3 0 on the count, right? So what if the next two pitches you just hold the bat on your shoulder exactly. and then it's three two? What okay, now you're allowed to hit and then you got to strike on. What if I swung on that up? same pitch? What if I swung and it was a double play? No one would say shit about that, right? No, no, that's the thing. Baseball kind of it, this yeah. it kind of reflects a lot with the NBA in my opinion in this aspect. These unwritten rules are protect these grown ass man's fragile little egos, <laughs> and that's the same thing I feel like with NBA officials. When Kristaps Porzingis got thrown out of that game, yeah, in game one. That was the most great analogy. Those were pathetic calls. And then the guy came on and like 
the head of the NBA officiating came on the TV and was talking about it. He's like, oh, you know what? These are actually good calls. NBA players aren't allowed to pump their fist or slap their hand in dissatisfaction Dude, with on. the call. That For guy what? Because these NBA, these grown-ass 50-year-old men who are NBA officials, we don't want them to get their hearts hurt. They don't, we don't want their feelings to Dude, be you broken. You gotta have thick skin. You gotta know what job you're that's, getting into. That's a joke. And the first technical foul, the ref in the back did not hesitate. First of all, it was not a foul. Paul George got his ass packed. He got sent. And then they called a foul. And first stop to bring this was like, no, split second, because it was a horrible call. And the official on the other side of the court decided that was a technical foul without even letting it go anywhere. He didn't, yeah. it didn't build up. It was no whistle. These fragile ass egos are certain guys rules. they have Unwritten to protect. Rules that are gross. Certain guys they have to protect. And I think that is the biggest problem. These are grown ass men. Like, come on, let's let's be real. This is this is so real. That's where I'm at. I just, dude, I, just, no, I, dude, I, I'm with so you, bro. I agree. I agree. Nobody cares about my. We're bouncing hardcore. No, dude, that's about my feelings. That's still unruly mean? rules. That's still unruly rules. Facts, I like yeah. it. No, there was a perfect breakdown, perfect analogy in my opinion. Thank you, Travis. Daniel, please break down the I playoffs. Cool let's, down. Let's, let's. No, you're good. What, NBA playoffs. We get the playoffs going. All right. We got a lot of playoff things happening in this time series of frames. No, no, no. Things have been really cool. You know. Uh, Clippers have been a team that have been underperforming. Thank God. Shout out. Although last game they actually put in some good work. Paul George 151 good. points. But Oof. like keep in mind the last podcast we did, playoffs hadn't even started yet, and we kind of made our predictions. Um, Aaron, I know you weren't here, but me and Travis put some stuff on wax. One of those things being, guess who Travis picked to win the Heat Pacers series, and guess who I picked to win the Heat Pacers series? I bet I, tra- I bet Travis picked the Pacers. I sure of did. course he did. I picked the Heat. Sweet. Nice. As so guess who also Travis, picked it? Go ahead and take hold, on, hold on, hold on. I can't just, be perfect, dude. I just oh, want to mention. I just I want to mention something so with the Heat. Who else uh, picked the Heat? Miles. Yeah. Miles picked the Heat a while back. And he picked the Mavs. So, and he picked the Mavs to go to the NBA Finals, which I mean, they're down three two, but it could happen too. But shout out Miles because he was firm on the on the Heat. And I am too, because he. And guess what? The two guys that he mentioned, he mentioned Tyler Hero and Duncan. And Duncan had that seven of eight game where he was wiping from three. Yeah. And so, like, this team is built with depth, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm a really fan of a big fan of the Heat. I'm really excited because I'm pretty confident. Who is it? The Heat and the Raptors next. If I'm uh, wrong. The Heat were the the Heat and Pacers were three four. Raptors were the two. So yeah, I think it would be the Raptors. Yeah, I think right. it is the Raptors. He already set in stone. So that's going to be a really interesting series because the Raptors have one of the best benches, if not the best bench. They scored 100 points in their last outing. They had 150 points. It's the first time that happens in NBA history. Kind of just mentioning the playoffs is they had 100 bench points. The Raptors had 100 uh, bench points with Serge Ibaka going 12 of 13. He had 27 points. He was 3 of 3 from downtown, had 12 rebounds, and he had 3 blocks. Guess how many minutes he played? 23. 18. Oh, my God. Do you hear what I just said? 18 minutes, he had 27 points and 12 rebounds. That's crazy. Off the bench. Man. It was absolutely absurd, bro. I remember watching this. So, um, shout out Miles with his predictions, but... Other than that, what what have, what has surprised you from the playoffs, I guess, like just initially? Well, I want to say something. One of my buddies that's working with me now, he said that, you know, me and Travis last week hit the nail on the head. This is not a surprise, so I apologize, but got to get into the Lakers a little bit, of course. So Blazers, Lakers, you know, of course, the Blazers took that game one and then the Lakers have won the next three. And we're probably going to finish out that gentleman sweep today. I said Blazers in five last week. Travis, I don't remember Me, what you Lakers said. Lakers in five. Sorry, my apologies. Lakers in five, did you say the same? I think I, you did. I think I said either. Or, I, I thought the Lakers were going to handle it. So here's what, here's what my coworker said. He said, 
you guys literally said that Dame Lillard is Allen Iverson playing the Lakers in the finals and they steal that first game and go in and then we go ahead and gentlemen sweep them. And he's like, you guys smash that take, you know? And that's valid, that's what's going down. Well, exactly. So that's it's very cool. That's how it works. You have these seven game series, which gives you time to adjust and learn how you're gonna defend guys. So Dame comes in and drops all these points. And CJ he's the coaches. hottest player in the NBA. Exactly, he had what, 50, 50, 60? Those were the three last three games? Yeah. He came in, he came in, he did good, and then CJ came in and was hot. And we expected that. And honestly, after we lost that first game, that's when my mind came to ease. Like, okay, we're gonna win this series. Yeah, me I too. looked at that team. Hassan Whiteside. Oh, man, had, I had the opposite. I was watching that game with Daniel. Man, yeah. I was shitting bricks after that game. I was, but I remember saying Lakers in five still, and then freaking. Uh, the only thing that eased my mind is how good our defense was. That's the thing. Our defense was yeah. fantastic. Hassan Whiteside has no dog in him. He got out rebounded by just about everybody he was matched up against. Nurkic is kind of a thicker dude who's not really the most athletic, and that's the only size and toughness they got. Damon CJ are dogs, but they're also very small. You know, like. There's only so much they got. And if we, we hedged our defense to cover those three-point long shots and force the other guys to make it, and Gary Trent Jr. has not been good. He's been good defensively. He's been giving LeBron a hard time. But yeah. when it comes to his offense, he hasn't done anything. When we're talking about perimeter defense, I was really worried about Dame and like who they're going to put on him. And what I saw was exactly what I expected. They kept kind of... You know, putting KCP, Danny Green on them, and then like chasing them around, but they're and getting Caruso it. a little bit. But but hear me out. Here, this is what I'm getting to. The 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 difference from game one to the last three games is what Vogel has done offensively to Dame, and this is what I'm getting to. Where Dame, when uh, when he was on defense, he was we were running through uh, LeBron and other people, and so we Dame was just kind of chilling on defense, kind of catching his breath, so we can use all his energy on offense. However, in game two and game three that I watched, they were using Caruso a lot more in terms of offense. So they were screening Dame a lot more yeah. and he was using more energy on defense and he was getting bodied a little bit by our bigs. Wonderful to see. You get breaking down that much and have to go around screens all day. And on top of that, another statistic that I saw through the four games, uh, when he is guarded by uh, KCP and Danny Green, he being uh, Damian Lillard, he shot 66% overall and 44% from three. That's disgusting. When he was guarded by Caruso, specifically Caruso, God. he shot 31% from three and 44% overall. Still not and bad, I, but like, no, that's no, still hey, good. Man. That's still great. However, not good. did oh, you no, understand no. the significant <clears throat> difference from that? Oh my god! And that's where I'm going for. And <clears throat> like, I hate the two this horn so much because I'm with him. This man has had seven uh, plus five assists in every single game. He is the biggest plus minus on our team in the last four games with a plus minus going into this game with a plus 38, and he went plus 17. So I mean, he is plus 55 in his four games in the time he has played. Bro, it's disgusting the amount of like off paper stats and things that this guy does that you can't even calculate. Like he's a game changer, bro. He'll get that super crucial steal. He'll get a super crucial turnover, just something. And the, the fact it's that so, they use, they're using him as a- perfect time, dude, every time. They're using him as a, uh, more of a ball handler as a point guard, which is his I know, true I position. love that LeBron's and, like, hey, take it, Caruso. And in the mid, and like, guess who's been killing it? AD. AD, okay, this is a biggest That stat. last game, AD was just getting hit on mid range. Like, and Caruso's not doing anything Can special. Can I tell you a quick little stop? Little let me finish. Caruso wasn't doing anything special, dude. He was just like coming off the high pick and roll and finding AD in his mid range spots, and he was whapping. So it looks Caruso's stats look better. I understand that. I'm not ignorant. However, He's still getting hit the ball to him, your superstar, right when he needs it, and you get him in rhythm. And AD, or um, excuse me, Caruso did that for AD 
amazingly for literally five straight possessions where it was Caruso, it was AD scored, Caruso scored, AD scored, AD scored, AD scored. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was clockwork, yeah. bro. What you gonna I was going to say that AD played last game for 18 minutes, bro. Right? He had the back spasm. Oh, my God. 18 In quotation marks, supposedly. Go sit down. Because, you know, hey, hey, bro, we, we're smacking him in the mouth. Like, right? 18 minutes. Do you know what his plus minus was? 37. I Why did you know say that. that? Can you, can <laughs> no, Daniel. What was the what was the plus minus? <laughs> I'm sorry, Daniel. I did know it. Plus thirty seven. No way. Eighteen minutes. How disgusting is that, though? dude? Yeah. Have gross. you ever seen that in eighteen Never. minutes plus thirty seven? And by the way, LeBron that is, is a, gross. This is another thing with LeBron. Like wild match with LeBron. Like two games ago when we were we won by twenty in the second game. LeBron had 10 points. Yeah. When was the last time you ever seen LeBron have 10 he points? He was chilling, bro. LeBron was... literally has a 990-something game win streak of and guess over, how many, the, over 10 points. Yo, he was going to get that and guess how? And guess how many uh, minutes he played? 23. Yeah. yeah. So, like, our, so superstars are, chilling. Yeah. our superstars are literally playing under 25 minutes. Yep. And, like, AD had a 30-10 uh, game in under and 30 you, minutes. And you know who's on and our side for the bracket is OKC the and the Rockets. Yeah. And they look like they're going seven. Oh, they're, they're going they, seven for sure. You know what I mean? I mean like, look, James Harden. Six. Even James, six. Yeah. Like they're going six. Hey, yeah. James Harden, get beat up a little bit more. Hey, Russell, you know, keep missing games, dude. Perfect. Dude, that's, oh, because your shot's getting better, Russ. Exactly, you know. See, the thing is, like, I think I picked... I don't remember who we picked for that. I would rather play. I Mavs, picked. I picked the, the Thunder. In I seven. picked the Thunder too, simply because. No, I picked the Rockets. I picked the Thunder in seven. I picked the Thunder as well because I thought Russell was going to, you know, miss the first two, three like he has, and I thought that they would jump ahead for that reason. So that's why I picked them. But you picked the Rockets. There? I fully picked the Rockets. I, I mean, it's, I was with the it's Rockets weird. For sure. They're like, too good to. James Harden's too good. As much too as too I right ridicule right? him in terms of his overall game, I Daniel's right. Games. Daniel's right. He's so crafty. He's so amazing. It's annoying how much he relies on the free throw line. In he doesn't a way. have a fun game to watch, but it's very effective. It's amazingly effective, and he, you know, he shoots a lot. And the and the, the Rockets shoot a lot from three. They shoot like eighty times from three. Dude, dude he's had stupid. some. He's. I don't know if you've been watching the playoffs. No, he's like, had phenomenal games, bro. He's looked amazing. But like, he's been freezing dudes with his freaking uh, Euro, bro. Like Shea Gilgis Alexander was trying to draw a charge, and he was just like. I mean, I know that's not good for. Yeah, but, Daniel was doing like, the Euro move with his body. Let me tell you, Daniel doesn't and, have a Euro. We're on radio, bro. No, I don't, but Shay looked, ugh, bro. I was like, wow. His Euro is just filthy. And the step back three, bro, like, I, I respect him. I, I like when, you know, Giannis talks shit on James Harden, and James is like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not seven foot and I can just dunk on somebody and freaking do a Euro from the three point line. Like, I'm small, I'm crafty, and like I do what I gotta do. That's more impressive to me than Giannis. And matter of fact, let's get into the Buck series. You know, this is another thing, hold on, before we jump into Buck series, okay. what I wanted to mention, and I know you want to talk about too, with Paul George being super insecure of how bad he's been doing in the last first three games, there was a shot at James Harden he did, where he's like, yeah. I rely on not just my offensive game, but on both sides of the floor. Listen, dude, just because you're doing bad doesn't mean you need to take a shot at another freaking absolute superstar that's been shitting off. Yeah. And so that was so petty of me to Paul George that it was it was just disgusting to me. And, like, shout out to Paul George that he came out of his slump where he had 35 points in 25 minutes. Yeah. Clippers looked unstoppable, 151 points. And shout out that. I appreciate that. Cool, However, bro. but, like, I don't need the talking, bro. Like, let's be, like, you give yourself the name Playoff P, great. Guess what? You've looked like... 
playoff shit, bro. Play You've done. Pee-pee. You look like you look like trash, bro. You've been doing absolute ass. Got him. And like, and I'm your, anno- okay. when your insecurities have came out, when you go on Instagram, it's just something that I just it just annoys Agreed, me. It's just bro. I want to mention your insecurities came it's out just, saying it's just like been consistent with him, like the, that th- post you're talking mm-hmm. about. And then everything in the happened, mental health that we're talking about, and so there's keep a on. lot. It's just, to talk it's just about. there's a lot to dive in with. Him, I can't but, even like. But start, just like this, I'm like freaking I, pissed off. I like Paul George, and I appreciate it. I know I was just talking a lot of trash on him, but I'm happy that it came out of the slump because he is a truly, really more remarkable baller, player. Bro. Bro. I'm a, a really big fan of his. I've always have. I'm a big fan of the Clippers, as a matter of fact. I've always said that. I love me some Paul, dude. But like, and, yeah, don't be bad. But I don't him. like that. Like you say, self-proclaim that. Well, let's walk. If you're gonna talk the talk, you gotta walk the walk, and you've done a terrible job. Facts. And now you're freaking have your tail between your legs and you look like shit because you're free, <laughs> literally like undermining other players' games with right, James Harden. Right, right. And that is so childish and so pussy like to me. It's like when has James done that? Like when's he been? Yeah, dude, on fuck me. James, I don't goes goes why. James goes about his business and he's like, This is my it's business. like, all right, like whatever, bro. I like, do this. I got rust now, let's keep it moving. Come on, we good. Yeah. Like, and I know he hasn't gotten to the big show, but like what do you expect, bro? Like he don't got the lineups that other teams have. And I'm not, you know, I don't want to say he's the best, but like, there's just Dude, a lot of narratives, bro. The the, the narrative that's foreign titles, bro. He's, I love James Harden. I, I hate James Harden, but like because of Daniel, literally because of Daniel, I love James Harden. Here's, I just think that there's a lot of casuals out there, a lot of dumb, ignorant fans, especially on Twitter, bro. And when I read comments, I get more and more irritated <laughs> and it pisses me off bro because Thanks i see people saying oh man the blazers are gonna win in four it's gonna be a sweeper they're gonna win yeah, in you five whatever and then hey oh my god no you know what uh that team's really bad and the lakers should have won all along like whoa where'd that come from they gotta change their name what are we talking about who's your guy Who now you're that? shitting on just plenty of guys on twitter bro no, no, like, no, no. who's your guy david uh right uh, Chuck. Nick Wright. Nick I know Wright. Charles Barkley said no, Nick it. Wright, Colin Cowboy. Oh, Nick. Said it. Oh, the one on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. All these like, dude picks the Blazers, and they like, picked the Blazers, and then when the Lakers just absolutely embarrass them, they're like, "That should happen. This team sucks." We're, we're keep the same energy when they're going freaking, you know, going off in the bubble. Yeah, dude. Game. I thought That's that the annoying. fucking Pacers were gonna win. They got swept. I was wrong. Yeah. Why is that so hard for people to what say? What was Charles saying? I, he was Tra- like, Charles I said, guarantee. Charles Barkley said, if the pay, if the Blazers don't win, win game one. If the, or excuse me, if the Blazers do win game one, It'll be a they will, it will be a sweep. I saw that. And it's literally been the exact opposite. The Blazers have they won, won game, game one, one and, and they're about to not, take this gentleman's sweep. And they have not sniffed. A lick of a win. Oh my Six, god. You know what I mean? And it's just the it's, Lakers have just dismantled and embarrassed them to the point of Damian said, I'm not gonna play in game five because I'm getting my dick knocked in the dirt right now. And that's real fact. So alright, I just sorry. Move, I just wanna move on a couple different things okay. in terms of playoffs. You wanna mention Bucks. I'm gonna skip on the Bucks right now. So uh, Travis has mentioned the Miami and Indianapolis sweep. I picked Miami as well. Miles picked Miami. What are your guys' thoughts from watching that series? I watched the uh, full games a couple times and just the highlights. What are your guys' thoughts from that series? Is Miami for real? Was Indiana that bad? In my opinion, I think it was a Indiana's not as good as we thought more than Miami's better than we thought. Hmm. That's where I'm at. I, I think TJ Warren shit off and Victor Oladipo and Miles Turner. Yeah, they're good, but they're not superstar players. Guys like Jimmy Sabonis Butler, was out. Sabonis was also out. I just think that I, they're not as good as we thought. Hmm. As you thought. As uh, I thought, <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw Oladipo go out for a couple of different reasons. Yes. You know, his body's made of glass, and he's just a little... Oh, he easy. I mean, I, he just hasn't panned out to be... Like, I loved him at Indiana, bro. Like, I remember me and Thomas, my, my buddy from college, Aaron didn't meet him, but... Um, 
Super good dude. Anyways, we just loved him at Indiana, bro. We thought he was going to be a, a baller, and, you know, in, in the NBA. So you think this is more Victor Oladipo's fault? Is no, that what I'm hearing? No, I don't think it's his fault. I think it was poor coaching planning, unfortunately, which is why their coach did get fired, if you guys did see that. I did see that. I think that was justified. And I, the Sixers I truly, coach. Oh, that was Speaking ex- of oh another my God. show. Hold on, hold on. Fuck you guys. Okay, I okay. want to talk to. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But, like, yeah, I think it was justified. I think it was poor game planning on the Pacers' part. Like, bro, you got a young, inexperienced team. Jimmy Butler, sure. Like, he's going to get it done. But, like, man, you didn't even put up a fight and take a game. Get out of here. That's a four and five seed, bro. God, like, it's not a one versus eight seed where it's the freaking Magic against the Bucks. And, oh, by the way, the Magic took a game. Magic so what are you the doing? Game one Warriors. The Ma- hey. They beat Sammy. the Raptors. Sammy. They beat the Raptors last like, year in Game One, and dude, this year they beat the number one seed Game can, One. If the Magic can take a game on the Bucks, then damn sure the Pacers should take a game on the Heat. Grow the hell up. This is my yeah, take so that's on. A joke. This is my take on it. The Pacers aren't as good as we thought. That's what I said. Victor Oladipo being out is way more significant than anyone could have imagined. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I truly believe that Victor Oladipo he's is that. Dog. Ex- he's the dog, dude. I'm a huge fan of his. Just Sabonis being out, he's an All Star, bro. You got an All Star out. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. an All Star out. Yeah, yeah. So like. Like, that was all going against them. However, with the Heat, I'm a big fan. Jimmy Butler, arguably, is right, ne- right next to Dame, is some of my favorite player to watch. I like him, bro. Huge fan. Bam is an oh. all-star, bro. One of the most versatile big men. He can guard the one through five. He can run he the floor, had, bro. But he had 14 points, but guess what? He had 22 rebounds, bro. That's gross. You love to see it, bro. You love to see that shit. Uh, Duncan, Duncan Robinson, mm-hmm. one of their backcourts with Miles was praising about. Starting over Kendrick Nunn now. Went seven of eight from three. Whapping, dude. He had like six threes in the first quarter. That boost right off the bat, dude, we'll take Tyler that all Hero, day. Tyler Hero is confident. All these guys, rookies, Swaggy, bro. bro. Rookies, oh, know, bro. But you got you got that mentality of Jimmy Butler running the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he takes like, over. Like, hey, let's go. And he you know? always does take over. Jimmy yeah. Butler is a fourth quarter guy, and yeah. he'll do all the tangibles. You'll get defense, jumping for shit. That's the kind of guy that you can play next to that you're like, I will run through a fucking wall for this guy. Bro, but and like, they're all dedicated. Yeah. I love that culture of the Heat, and I think that they're in for a deep run. And if it doesn't pan out this year, see them next year, bro. They are going to be East contenders for years to come. And I'm excited for the Heat. I love that backcourt, Tyler Hero, Duncan. Yeah. Uh, what would you say the other one that was Rookie of the Year? Tyler almost? Hero. Kendrick Nunn. No, Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick, Nunn, Kendrick, Kendrick, Nunn, Kendrick Nunn. But he's taking a back seat too. He uh, is, but Kendrick Nunn is the real deal. Don't sleep nice on too, Kendrick yeah. Nunn, bro. Kendrick Nunn was a scorer. All young heads, bro. All young heads, bro. And you gave the right person money with Jimmy Butler, in my opinion. You brought the right guy in for culture. It's perfect. I'm a real big fan of the Heat right now. Dude, credit to just their GM and ownership, bro. They're always just and getting Spolstra's the right been dude. There. And Spolstra's and been there the Spolstra. whole time. I used to always hate on Spolstra. I remember thinking he wasn't nothing with with LeBron and that Heat team. He looked like freaking Manny from Ice Age. That's what I always said. The elephant, like no, That's so random. No, is that valid or not? The elephant. Yes. He looks like the the. I thought the Manny elephant. Sloth. A... Doesn't he look like the? No, sloth? I thought oh, he, he looks like that. He looks like the elephant with I the haircut. I mean, I don't have any hair, but the mammoth. The mammoth, bro. He's an elephant. And I was like, this guy doesn't know nothing. But like, boy, was I wrong. And I, I will take that back in a heartbeat, bro. Excellent coach from ownership up. Pat Riley's a freaking tremendous owner and GM. Is he the GM? He's Sorry. the director of operations. Director like of that operations. Magic Johnson role. So call it the GM or okay. 
Davis. Well, he's been there nothing. forever. Yeah. And he's just a stud, bro. Like, they're out here recruiting, you know, coaching up their dudes. They built an excellent culture. That means a lot, bro. And I'm just, I am high on the heat for sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. What are your guys' thoughts on the next sweep? We had the Sixers get swept. The oh Sixers, my God, I'm the gonna Sixers, throw up. <laughs> okay, Sorry, I'm excited I'm for your guys' take, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you guys some softballs right here. Okay, so the Sixers played the Celtics again in the playoffs. Yeah. Last year, the Sixers lost four to one. In the next po- uh, postseason, the Sixers literally cleared house. Got JJ Redick, everyone out of house. However, got they- Jimmy out. They got Jimmy out exactly. They got every, but they kept their coach. Kept Brown. Tobias Harris. We didn't the Sixers lose to the Raptors last year in the playoffs? Oh yeah, Raptors. Raptors. But but they so still they lost four. They lost four round. But so in what I'm saying is they kept their two core players right. Their two all stars, Joel Embiid and yeah. Simmons. Yeah. And then they spent three hundred million dollars in the off seasons for Tobias and for Al Horford. Yeah. Only to get swept by the Celtics. And only they for have, them to under underperform in the playoffs too. Oh, they did. Uh, granted, granted. Last week. But last Ben week. Simmons has been out and yeah. you had to rely on Joel, which I knew you couldn't. However, you think you would still won. This is a very deep Celtics team, but you got to still won if you're a MVP all-star type player like Joel, we think he is. Yeah. He could not. Even in the last game, the game four, at the fourth quarter, he had 17 points. That is not acceptable to me. He ended with like 28 points, so it looked okay. So he scored some garbage time points, but they're yeah. only up by 30. So in my opinion, that doesn't count. So fuck that. And their their GM came out and said they fired Brown. Brett Brown, right, is his name, if I'm wrong. The coach, yeah. And they fired Brett Brown, which was, I thought, in my opinion, the right Justified. move. Justified. He's been there seven years. He should, they should go get Jason Kidd or Ty Lue. Those are the two coachings I would go get if I were them. Or even Dan Tony. Dan Tony's the, th- the, the one they're high on. Right yeah, now. the Rockets are on his last year. I think he stays with the Rockets, in my too. personal they're opinion. Not they're not going to not let him go. But what I'm saying, they're going to try to build around him. However... Travis said this earlier on the car ride home, and I'm a firm believer on what the uh, Sixers should do, is you got to go with the more impressive the, of the two and try to build around that. You can't keep both and at this who point. And who's that? Joel. Okay. You go with Joel. I love Ben Simmons. I think he's an all-star defender. He's, but you saw what their GM said, right? But he can't shoot. No, no, he said he's not going to get rid of anyone. Which I know, I know. I'm just saying my opinion of what they oh, should yeah, do. Oh, yeah, got you, got you. And I think they should keep what I'm 100% with Travis. So like 100% keep Joel. Trade Ben Simmons. It's kind of fucked now because you could have got a lot from him with in terms of trades and picks and everything like that. Yeah, However, yeah. he is now injured, so everyone's going to be a little bit more skeptical. That's yeah. unfortunate, and in their opinion, they're kind of their backs against the wall. They kind of got to go with the two guys that they're all stars with. What What do you think the Sixers should do going forward? I don't even care. I'm <laughs> I, I, I'm so irritated with that team, and I have a friend that's a Celtics fan. I met him through the dog park. <laughs> Shout out! I met him at the dog park. And he's just a diehard Celtics fan, and he posted us something on the gram, and he tagged our podcast because he listens to us. So listen to this, bro. I'm not going to credit your marginal Celtics team, my friend. I marginal? love you. They're a little bit above marginal. But oh, man. that was a horrible, horrendous, disgusting display of a four games by the Sixers. That was dick. I think okay? they shot 25% Joel Embiid was a piece of shit. And I remember rolling into the bubble, he's like, they're like, have you been training? And he's like, yeah, you know, like, I just kind of been just chilling and we'll see what happens. 
And then you want to turn around and cry for a second year in a row, bro? Like, what do you mean? All these dudes on the Celtics were absolutely training. Grow the hell up. You look like shit on the pick and roll. He's sitting back, like, not coming up on nobody. He's playing abysmal defense. Like you said, he's scoring his garbage, garbage uh, time points. That was just an embarrassing series, and they should have at least taken one, if not two. You know, the Celtics are not that good. That was gross, bro. I'm so pissed at the Sixers. But dude. hasn't the I last... I don't care. So you're, last, thinking that you're thinking it's more of the Sixers being that bad? I they think did. their culture is dog shit, and I'm, they should have fired that coach. He's been there seven years. Far too long, bro. You know, Jonathan Simmons says something. I think he's on the magic. He's no, like, it's, it's about like, time, that, about time that fucking guy's out. And rightfully so. Like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you're letting Joel play like this? Old boy told the media, yeah, you know, I haven't been training at all. Like, we'll see what happens. And you want to cry for two years in a row? Last year, you looked like a little baby. And bro, another crying. thing is, like, get he, out of here. he had a big part of having Jimmy Butler get kicked out. And it's because he couldn't handle his personality. And oh. Jimmy Butler, we were just praising him of how good his personality is. He's a, He holds you accountable. He like, holds you accountable. And he he did not like that. He would rather be your friend than your coach. Here's the thing with the Sixers. Their whole organization is very weak-minded. The head coach being around Bad seven culture, years. Like Daniel said. So Daniel do you said think the that... Culture, I think that... If I talked to told Aaron this before. Sorry, I think if the Sixers were smart, rewind 12 months ago, they should have traded for Shea Gilders and Alexander and Chris that Paul for fire. Benson. Remember, you guys yeah. all thought I was stupid. How does that look now? <laughs> God damn it, dude. You guys, you, got me, you guys were like, He's oh, dude, they're so stupid. I didn't. We didn't say that. Yes, you did. You said Where's never it? in a million years. Did we we buy that, dude. Never Damn. in a million years. And Shit. how fucking lit would that Sixers team be That'd if they had Shea Gilders, Alexander, and with Chris Joel? Ben with Joel too. Fuck. Ben me. Simmons. I don't know. And they would have also gotten picks. I don't because like Joel anymore, dude. I don't. I, he it, disgusted me. This it's series. the culture. Like, I'm hated. Ben Simmons saying. Imagine that, if you had the yeah, exactly. Ben Simmons saying. Sure. Ben Holden Simmons saying. Oh, I don't have to shoot Chris threes. Paul I don't have to. Chris Paul's not gonna let Joel and be a piece of shit. And he would literally. Feeding the ball to you can't be a piece of shit. Okay. Chris Paul would make him that bad. Exactly. And then yeah, you got yeah, guys yeah. like Shea Gillis, Alexander, and Tobias Harris, who a year ago was a 44% three point shooter. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. team, everybody digressed. On one paper, team they're a championship team. On paper. Yeah, and yeah, Chris yeah. Paul is, a, I'm going to translate my on paper to the He gets more. the most out he of everybody. He gets the most out of everybody. So, in my opinion, that team has you no send off Ben. I think Joel is a more unique talent. You get a hard ass head coach in there and not let that dude dick around yes, like he did please. the last seven years. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a Way more unique talent, and I think Ben Simmons needs to pack the bags and go. I can't have a dude who's 6'10 playing my point guard who's so good but won't even attempt, attempt a, a shot. Yeah. I'm sorry, even dumbass Rondo shoots three pointers, and that shit goes in 20%. I'll take that. Give me that threat. Okay, yeah. easy. I wouldn't take that. No, I am. Sir, are you sure? But that Rondo mindset is the same as Kobe. I don't care if I keep missing, I'm going to go. And I would take that 10 times a 10 over I take Ben Simmons, I'm too scared to shoot because I might look silly if I miss. That is where I'm at with the situation. Next game. I want to wrap up two things because these are like- I guess not next game, sorry. No, 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 there's two games. <laughs> no, 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 I just want like, so the Bucks magic, I think that's going to be a, a wrap here soon. It's going to be a gentleman's sweep. Um, I think the biggest difference of why they weren't doing as good is because Giannis was still putting up his numbers, 35, 15, five assists. However, it's their second all-star, uh, Chris Middleton. In the games that they lost, he had seven points, or he had uh, seven points in the game that he lost. And that's the biggest reason. And like Eric Bledsoe's back, and their offense flows a lot, a lot better with Eric Bledsoe back. 
And the Bucks are dangerous, dude. They're always going to be dangerous. They're lucky that they're getting a team like Orlando to just kind of like, you know, I'm going to have some fun with it. And But you're seeing Giannis at full display, Defensive Player of the Year. Shout out. Oh, Well-deserving. Yeah. Well-deserving. I'm very salty because AD had 80 more blocks and 30 more steals than this gentleman. However, his plus and minus in terms of defensive rating was better. Sorry you're playing against a trash-ass East team. Our East teams... And that's why your ratings are better, in my opinion. AD absolutely got robbed, but I'm not gonna steal anything from Giannis because I love him and I think he deserves it as well. That's just a little side note. I just want your guys' opinion on what you expect to see, I guess, the rest of the Bucks Orlando series. I think it's gonna be a quick win for the Bucks. I think they're gonna gentlemen, wrap it here. Gentlemen, gentlemen sweep. But I think what you brought up with Chris Middleton was the thing that I had a, a big, you know, kind of worry about with mm-hmm. them is mm-hmm. Middleton needs to step up. He needs to be a guy. They can't have seven points. He needs to be the second officer. They need to, he needs to go. Like Giannis is going to get his, obviously. He's going to do what he does. But this team is not a championship team, and Middleton can't find that consistency. Dude, they're not a championship team anymore. You don't think so? No. I, okay. No. I think I'm not impressed with them right now at all. I, the only the, the, I think Giannis is just very much... Me and Patrick were talking about this, and I... I think Patrick has a really good basketball mind. You guys all know Patrick, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we played basketball. Right. He, he's he's intelligent and like he just further validified what I thought. And he's like, bro, like Giannis is disgusting and probably should be regular season MVP 100%. But like he's very much a tryhard that dudes aren't trying to step in front of because he's large and can dunk the shit out of the ball. But in the playoffs, when you really need to build that wall and block them, they will. You're gonna do it, my guy. <laughs> you know you're gonna do it, and like if he just can't. He's not gonna get over the hump unless he gets the jump shot, which he's not. This he's is, getting better, but it's not there, bro. Bro, it's if not, he hits two threes, that's like that's that's but, significant, and he has been. And he has. But yes, here's the yes, thing: this is where yeah. I'm at with Giannis. But I'm gonna when give up that three, bro. No, hold on. When you're playing regular season Damn. games, right? You're playing regular season games. You have four games in seven nights or whatever. You're always constantly going. Okay, Bucks are coming up. Let's string together a plan real quick, right? Sure. When the playoffs come around and you have weeks to prepare and you have seven games to figure stuff out. No home court know, advantage. No home. That, that, that plays an important part. No, but this is what finals? I'm saying. Giannis has a gigantic flaw. He has something that is going to be game planned against. The ma- his jump shooting and his foul shooting. Those will be attacked. Right. So oh, if a, he's if, a 68 percent foul through if, uh, if, free throw shooter. If Eric Spolstra meets them in the Eastern Conference Finals, which I that? think they will, oh, I would not okay. be shocked if Miami beat them Here because we go. they Boy, will, well, they on, will game plan and they will figure out how to out. they will figure out how to maximize Giannis's flaws. Chris Middleton has never proven to be able to shine under the lights, and Giannis has a huge flaw, and I will not emphasize that enough. Kevin Durant, what's his flaw? Nothing. LeBron, what's his flaw? Nothing. Kawhi, what's his flaw? Free throw Nothing. shooting. Hold on. Okay, LeBron. this year, but I'm talking yeah. about his in the championship year, sure. Marginal. Nothing. Giannis has a flaw. Kobe Bryant didn't have a flaw. Yeah. Tim Duncan didn't have a flaw. They're exceptional top to bottom. Giannis has a gigantic flaw that will affect them in the Eastern Conference Finals the same way it affected them last year against the Raptors. I think the Heat are going to fucking smack the Raptors, oh and I think the Heat are going to beat the Bucks. There we go. I said, Whoa, it, hold on, time I'm on you, think the, you think the Heat are going to beat the Raptors? Yeah, easy. I think, I think fuck, that's a hard one, bro. And I truly think if, because uh, who just went down? The Nets? No, no, shut up. The Nets just went down to the Raptors. Okay, the... yeah, the Nets fucking were trash. Okay, we didn't expect... Exactly. I'm talking about who's Kyle Lowry just went down is what I meant. Oh. Kyle Lowry just went down. He's getting a little bit more time with this little, you know, with this postponement, with yeah, this yeah, boycott. Yeah, sure, sure, not sure, saying sure. it's not, but like luckily for him and Dame, you know, he's getting, you know, had his knee treatment. But I think it goes seven. 
However, I think the Raptors come out on top because their bench is so deep. And I know I was just talking how deep the Miami's bench is experience, bro. And I think uh, Siakam is the real deal. And I think that, you know, they have Sergi Baca, all these guys that are just like true vets. Kyle Lowry, I know he flops like a mother hubbard, but like he's a true vet, bro. <laughs> nice, and, he, nice. and, he, and he scores. And I think they're just the Heat are just a little too young. I love them, and I'm, I think they're gonna go deep. They're just slightly too young. But I, I feel you on that. Sorry, real quick, but like I understand where you're coming from with the depth. But this is the playoffs. Everybody forgets the rotations are cut down so 100 much. Hundred points. Hundred points. Yeah, no, that's great, and they're fantastic. But I'm sorry. I'll scored 100 I'll points, take, bro. My bench thing. scored 100 points. I'll take Bam and Jimmy and all the starters over the Raptors bench. Like, I'm sorry. And those Powell, guys are going to play 42 Powell minutes a game. average 20, bro. Like, this is going to be different. Yeah, sure. The Raptors wow. just... Smart. The Raptors just beat right up the Nets the without... Oh, my bad. The Raptors just beat up the Nets without half their dudes. The, Dude. the Pacers were at full strength and they just sunned them. We're bouncing. I, we're bouncing, but... We're bouncing. I do think... I, I feel you, Trav. Like, really good point, bro. Like... The Heat could absolutely. I think they do beat the Raptors. Honestly, you know I don't. I'm How many not, games? How many games? Uh, six or seven. No, six yeah, six or seven. I need to hear six or or six. Seven. It's hard, uh, but I, I think the Raptors in seven. I'll say, I'll say, dude, I could easily see it in six. I could easily see it in seven, but you I'll, think the I'll, Heat though? Yeah, yeah, I do. Cool. I do. I'm seven. rooting for the Heat. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I'm not. I just think it's funny that Travis. Didn't I'm even, rooting he for said, the Heat, but I is, think the Raptors. Let's quote Travis from a week ago. They're not going to beat the Pacers because they're <laughs> young and inexperienced. I'm allowed to change my and mind. Now they're going oh, to. Now all they're of going, a sudden, I'm allowed hey, to change my all mind. Of a sudden. Now hey, they're going to, to the NBA Finals, guys. You want me to say? Okay, copy that. You want me to say that I I, I lie I lie about it and be like, no, dude, I think the Heat are actually really good. I like it. I'm allowed to change my mind. No, no, no. The no, evidence of the last week has given me enough information to be like, let me make a smarter choice and pick the Heat. I'm not mad about it. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I feel you. Like, I'm not incredibly impressed with the Raptors and who they faced up against. Like, I'm not, bro. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Like, name of the cool. guy. Like, the you know, you took that handedly, but like, that's not, you know, they kind of were staying within range. The Heat could beat that shit up, bro, because I'm going to take who's the best player on the Heat versus who's the best player on the Raptors? Well, you got Jimmy versus Kyle. Who would I rather take? Jimmy I'd versus take... Kyle? No, it's Jimmy versus Siakam, bro. But to, yeah, true. 100% it is. But the, I, I'm taking Jimmy. All right, but I'm know? taking Bam then, over Mark. I'm taking Bam over Marcus Gasol, yeah. who's our starting center. Oh, that's okay. Point guard? Point guard Kyle, Kyle Lowry, Lowry or Dragic, who's Dragic. been averaging 20. Oh, I, like, I like Dragic, bro. Dragic is more I, I'm efficient. convincing myself right now. That's I like the saying. collective backcourt yeah. of the Heat more I'm than I'm convincing I like myself. Oh my God. I, I love the, the, the Heat. The backcourt of the like, Heat like, is like, filthy. I love between, you know, and you got so much depth. Oh, fuck, man. You guys got me I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm about to change my answer, guys. Dude, God damn it. Kendrick Nunn's like their fifth best guard, and he would be the second best guard <laughs> on the Raptors, you know? On the Lakers. So that's gross. And I think that they're going to match up great with the Bucks, and I just, I think the Heat are going to roll. Gotta hate you guys. I can totally see the Heat beating the Bucks because the Bucks just. Shit the bed, bro. That's just what they do. Is there one more series? We we the one I just want to talk about the Clippers. The, though. That's the last one I want to talk about. So the best stuff going down. So the Clippers. Give me the tea, baby. Let me get my pinky up. The Clippers and the Clippers and the Mavs are three and two right now. The Clippers up three, Mavs two. They just took one in which the Clippers looked very impressive. They had 151 points in a regular game no ot no nothing That's bro not so. pg had 35 points in 25 minutes this is him coming out of his slump because he was shooting sub 25 percent overall in over with over 15 shooting attempts in four games that is the worst in our fourth worst in nba history yeah so he was in a real slump however they still sold two 
in that game four, what did you find the most impressive by Doncic? Because like he did not know, and we did not know if he was even gonna play, right? Mm -hmm. However, we also thought KP Przingis was gonna play, and he did not. Mm -hmm. That means Luca's playing on one leg without his second All-Star. What did you find the most impressive of that game for? I mean, just that. I, the fact that he was dealing with all these, you know, wannabe tough guys on the Clippers barking at him. Pat Bev on the bench. On the bench. Trez sitting there calling him a bitch-ass white boy. And then you got, Mar and then Marcus Morris was allegedly stepping on his ankle. And that was last game, him. though. Oh, oh, sorry. That was, that was last game. But, I mean, this dude's 21 years old. I understand that he played professionally overseas. I get that. But these are still grown-ass alpha males, the elite of the elite, and he's out here without his, his running mate, his number two, the guy who I think if Kristaps would have stayed in game they one and not been ejected, they were rolling. And the second he came out, the Clippers got a nice 10-point lead and the Mavs weren't able to When close. he got ejected, he was 6-7 from three in that That's game what I'm one. Saying. That, yeah, he was In that was game cooking. one, in that game one, he was 6-7 yeah. from three. Did you hear me? Six of seven That's from gross. three. And then for you him, are feeling yourself. And then for yeah. him to not play game four and the Mavs just come out and Luka, 21-year-old, taking on yeah, yeah. the best. Pre he literally, people all year perimeter. long has been talking about how incredibly Dude, amazing the it. Clippers' the perimeter only, defense is. The only people that are guarding him were Patrick Beverly, who's supposed to be only known for his defense, an absolute dog, Kawhi and Paul George, all trading off on this dude who just shit off on you? That's disgusting at the age of 21. How many years away are we from this guy being the best player in the NBA? Are we a year away or are we two years away? Cause it's one of those two. I think it's, I think it's probably right in the middle. 1.5 years. Yeah. Sure. I think, no, no, no. I, I think he's probably put it on wax. 2022, he'll be the MVP of the NBA. He will. That's like, gross, bro. Like and I feel it. He's so disgusting. They got bro. the perfect running bait in Chris Apps Porzingis, yeah. who's finally filling that center role well. Yeah. Because you know he's kind of trying to be the power forward, but he's lanky and skinny. But he's really fit in nice. They're yeah. starting to roll. Next year's gonna come around. They're gonna be a top four seed. They're gonna be unbelievable. They're probably gonna be somewhere in the Western Conference Finals next year. But this year, that's crazy, bro. I, and then Rick Carlisle saying, "I'm not sure if Chris Apps is gonna be able to play Game Six." Yeah, yeah. So he's which, like, "I wish I could be more hopeful," which sounded to me like some shade on Chris Tops. Like, I wish you would pull through, you big pussy, because yeah. he seems like he'd be a big pussy. Yeah. You know. But anyways, sorry. Go ahead. I don't know. I just I I, I said it before the series started. I think the Mavs are gonna give the Clippers a really really yeah, hard I, time. I, I have a beer. Uh -huh. That did, that got picked up by the mic. I know, I'm sure it did. He tried to hide it. I did. I tried to give it the old. Nah, I, I said before the series, I think the Mavs are going to give them a really hard one, and it's we, yeah, you showing did. out to be. You know what I mean? You called that one more than anyone, so definitely props when props are due. But yeah, man. I mean, what did we say about the Marcus Morris thing? Did we feel like that was legitimate or like not or what? Nah. When he stepped on his ankle. I I, I said this on Twitter, and I just came back. But um, my 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 take on Twitter was no, dude. Like if you saw the angles. Of that he was doing this at, no, dude, that was it's fully a, intentional. And for intentional. him, more, excuse me, to come out and say that he's like, I respect this game to the utmost. And then you blah, see blah, that blah. one where he's like whipping his elbows and that bro, this dude used to throw, throw elbows, punch, yeah, literally punch this guy on the nicks and the head with the ball. It's just that is the most unwritten rule thing that you shouldn't do, dude. And that's just like. Like, I just don't like the Clippers. I don't like them. Outside of Kawhi, I feel like they're all a bunch of petty little kids. No, dude, I like. I don't like Paul George. I don't like Paul George. You like Montrez and you like freaking Pat Bev? I don't like Montrez. I don't. I don't like, like Montrez though, and I like. I don't. Bro. I like Trez as a player, but I don't. like I didn't like him saying that bitch ass white boy thing, but he also did applaud. So shout no, out to him. No, no, no. Shout out to him for that, no, bro. I and like especially that. with everything going on, I like that. But too. I liked his game, bro. I love Lou Will. 
Fuck me for liking Lou Will. I, I like. Yeah, we like. Lou I like Zubac. Like, I didn't bro. even like Lou Will on the Lakers. I loved him on the he Lakers. Didn't. Why? Because no. he was giving us. Because no. he was giving us wins. I did not like Lou Will because he got attacked defensively and he's a ball stopper. Yeah, when he was but on the dude, Lakers, so he would slow amazing, down the rhythm bro. of our team, and I didn't like it. Bro, come but on. But remember when he would do that fade left? I love it. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's got to he's got to find his way on the floor some way, and that's how he was good. He made his money off that. Bro, I never liked Lou Will from the get go. Have I ever said I like Lou Will? Have I ever? said that I've been very oh he has to find his way dude drops 21 a game off the bench I thought it was intentional I thought it was gross but I mean if you also watch other plays you see him going underneath yeah it's weird bro and what pissed me off more on Twitter he's like I'm not gonna apologize for shit like, dude, that's gross to say. Like, what are you talking about? I don't talking? know, dude. I'm, I'm, that dude, was all, weird. It, it feels like all these guys are so sensitive. But they are sensitive. Right let's now. get into some more sensitive matter. NFL fantasy, bro. We just Sammy, shout out Sammy and Dom. They're the commissioners of our 11-year league now. 16 man now, which is insane. Y'all have a 16 man. We do. Yeah, it's it's a it's a wonderful league. Um, you know, it's 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 fun, bro. And I'm glad that finally they started up. Um, we got Rudy that is defending his title. Shout out Jordan because today's his birthday. Um, I don't know if he's listening, but shout out Jordan anyway. Uh, but Rudy is the defending champ. We're starting our new fantasy with that. In it, my head, I think that Rudy is a broken clock that got, you know, you're going to be was right, right twice, twice a day. You know? That's how I oh, think Oh, man. Rudy. Shout out Rudy, Love bro. You. Titans, baby. That's why. That's nah, why Rudy, that. don't listen, dog. No, I agree. I think that, really. You deserve everything that you got, bro. I think that with 100% of my heart. I truly do. I no, you guys are assholes, bro. Well, I mean, I feel, like I, know, I feel like I know a good amount about football, and I yeah. always suck at fans. Ah. You know if what I mean? Was is that say, hey, you, you guys talk, are just mad. You want to talk stats and eyeball, Rudy? Let's go. And I think I could go heads up with him easily. Rudy enough. knows this shit, bro. I want to hear it. All right. All right, let's go with the running backs, though. So Daniel is the one who wanted to start this fantasy. We've mentioned fantasy months ago. But it's coming up on us quick, bro. I'm excited for the NFL season. We've watched our uh, Travis is more watched the Hard Knocks. Kind of boring, so we're not yeah. going to touch on that. Yeah. But I'm gonna let Dan. I'm gonna list off the five fantasies. I'm gonna list them. as I'm listing them off, though. Daniel's yeah. gonna hit me with some statistics. Okay. So the number one fantasy running back according to ESPN is Christian McCaffrey. I feel like that's an easy pick. Hit me some stats. And that this is all PPR. You we said that. We yes. specified PPR that. PPR league. So I wrote this in green, so it's kind of hard to read right now. Off the top, and it's no, it's Daniel's handwriting. Is the worst and it's handwriting. my handwriting too, on top of that. But old boy rushed for 1387 rushing yards, 15 touchdowns on the ground. Okay, then he had 116 receptions with over a thousand yards receiving, bro, and 19 touchdowns total. That Last is disgusting. year was the second greatest fantasy Ugh. next to Ladainian Tomlinson. So when old boy dropped, you know, 36 touchdowns, 31. Yeah. But can, 36 total. Dude. No, it's 31, it's 28, and then two, or 29, two receiving. A running but back. But he also had three throw, or four throwing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like one throwing. Uh, anyways. How many receivers are getting over 100 receptions? This the only got, other player was uh, Michael Thomas, who had who broke the record with like 150 last year, right? That no, D Hop had a 104. And I we'll, think Keenan we'll, had 100. But still, 118 is 104? That's a running that's, back. Bro, Keenan. That's, he's the first player with 3,000 receiving yards and 3,000 rushing yards in his first three seasons. First yeah. ever. That's, yeah, dude. No. So shout out to. He, the, rightly uh, so, and he seems like he holds dude. up, you know, like knock on wood. He gets used a lot. He gets used a lot. His usage is very high, of course. And he has a new quarterback, too. So, like, it's kind of like we'll see how much it's going to benefit or not neglect him. Maybe he goes to receiver more. In my opinion, he doesn't get nearly this amount of receptions this year. I think he's under 100 this year. 
Which under 100, fuck me, dude. It's like he might get 92, and everyone's like, ooh, he got 90, under 92. It's 20 less. If, I th- if anything, I think his rushing yards are going to go down. I think that yeah. they want him in space. I agree. They want to put him out on so the So you end. think it's the opposite? I you think, think he gets more receiving think, yeah. and less rushing? I think he'll be around the same receiving, but they're going to split carries more. I, I beg to differ. I, I think it's flipped because they had shit wide our quarterbacks last year and they still got 116 yeah. to them. Now that you have a better quarterback, you're going to go to receivers a little bit more. I'm not talking a lot, guys. He's still going to get 90 plus receptions. Yeah, 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 yeah. And screw me, that's only 18, 20 less, right? Yeah. But, I mean, but that's my opinion. If I that's that's Teddy. Try to get him in space. I'm not going to hang his head between the tackles. 100%. And Teddy, that's Teddy's game too. Like he's like the very much the checkdown guy. Did you like, not see him with the Saints? See, he was throwing it up with the Saints, buddy. I feel like he was checking down. No, he was. He was throwing it up to Michael Thomas, buddy. No, nope. I mean, no, you gotta he watch those games. Up to Michael Thomas, bro. He's throwing. He's, he's throwing it to Michael Thomas. He's throwing him on the ten yard slants. Like he's not. <laughs> like he's hitting him with the Phil Ribs, the Keenan Allen shit. Dude, trust me, bro. His receiving is gonna go up. All right, right? all right. Next guy, number two, we got Saquon. Obviously, you know, rightfully so, he's been going off. That's Travis's boy right there. Going off, yeah. Me and him got the same quads. Going off on the Giants, you know, which it's hard to do. Their O line is very subpar. They don't really have much talent over there. Daniel Jones looked promising enough. I'm not gonna say very promising, but 1,000 yards on the ground, 438 receptions, eight total touchdowns, which is a little bit low. Um, but they got a little bit more help now. And uh, yeah, what do you guys think about him being number two? What's his help, Daniel? I don't know. That's what on my point exactly, bro. You don't even know. Gate, that's your help? I mean, GG, I like, baby. dude, Daniel, you didn't even know his help though. And you're just like, it's in my opinion, this is a blind second pick. He was injured last year and he had a couple of very subpar games where he had under 70 yards and everything like that. But I think the amount of usage that we think he is going to get is Christian McCaffrey-esque and it's not. It's not going to be like that. I think he's a great top five pick. Don't get it twisted. I think he's top four and I don't know where I would have him. And if you got him second, dude, I would appraise you for that. It makes sense to me too and I would pick him like that. However, I don't think he does as good as everyone's making him out to be. He had, what, 1,400 yards and eight touchdowns last year? There was eight running backs that did nine better than that last year. And he was under a lot of pressure, Daniel Jones being a rookie and all that jazz. However, you very underperformed, in my opinion. And you, again, have a very subpar O-line, and we know what's coming. Yeah. And that's, you can say the same with Derrick Henry, but fuck me, we had a good O-line, and you knew it was coming, and we still smacked it with you. I don't think that's the same with McCaffrey. It's or, excuse me, with Darius Saquon. Slayton, bro. The, the, the Do reason we know who Darius Slayton is? No. That's his help, and I'll tell you about him later. Well, I mean, where I'm at on this is if I were to pick any running back in the NFL to be the running back for my LA Chargers, I'm going to pick Saquon Barkley over everybody. I think he's a generational talent. I think he's incredible. But fantasy football-wise, given the situation he's in, thank you. That was my point. I love him. I think he's lack of talent around him. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I think he was. It's like Barry Sanders. Like I'm not like he was the most talented running back. However, he doesn't have the help around him to make him as good as he could be. He played on the Lions forever. You know, yeah. Ten years, ten Pro Bowls. I think. I think Saquon's gonna have a good solid year. I think he's gonna be worth a top five pick. Number two though. I don't know about number two. I mean, if you look at the rest of the guys, we yeah. can go there. What do we got next? Uh, then, number, what we got next, we got King Henry. Derek Henry, of course. 1,540 rushing yards. He had 5.1 yards, yard, yards per carry, which I felt like was notable to throw in there, and 12 touchdowns, bro. No, he, he did not. You, know, you say 12 touchdowns? 
Yeah. That might be incorrect. I'm not even trying to front really? with that. Because I think he. Because he had over. I, I think that's underperforming, I think, with really? 12. Just knowing. 18. You were six off, buddy. He had, 16, he had so, 16 rushing and two receivers. So sorry, Daniel. Didn't mean to burst your bubble Yo. if you're at 12. But he had 18 touchdowns last year. Let me re up. Let me re So when I say that Derrick Henry had. He averaged a touchdown a game, guys. Do you understand that? If your guy got a touchdown a game, you'd be like, yeah, that's great. And he also had 1,500 yards. That means he's averaging 100 yards and a touchdown per game. He was the best goal line guy that's been on the goal line in the last three years. And guess what? We got better offensively, in my opinion. We have a, a continuity, a continuity in terms of our offensive coordinator. And we have Ryan Tannehill as a solidified starter that he was a wonderful quarterback in terms of that play action. Derrick Henry is all for getting a top three pick. If you pick Derrick Henry, I absolutely am with it. The only thing that is a detriment to him is he doesn't get the amount of catches that he does. However, he had like 100 yards receiving. No, he had over 260 yards from receiving last year, and he oh. had three touchdowns. Two of those, two of those were 60 plus yard screens. Is the reason I mentioned that. There's yes. one against the Browns, and there's one against Carolina that he had over 60 yards on those screen plays. Yeah. And that is a detriment because he only had like 26 carries compared to a Saquon or a McCaffrey that they're going to get 80 plus. Yeah, and that's yeah. significant in a PPR. However, how many touchdowns? 18? The only one that compares that is McCaffrey, who had 17 or 16 total. So McCaffrey is the, is the clear number one pick, but Derrick Henry is a very safe pick is where I'm going to. And, like, I love Derrick Henry. If I had the third overall pick, I think I might go with him as well, just as a safety issue. And, like, uh, as much as I love our line and the pieces that we've put together, what are your guys' thoughts on hit, picking him that high? No, I think it's feasible, you know? I like it, you know? If we're going to put Saquon at two, I don't think... I mean, the, the top five list, like, Derrick Henry's justified. You know, Dalvin, or the next couple, I'm like, I don't know. But, like, Derrick Henry's definitely should be on the top five. I'm I think it's more for the touchdowns, you know what I mean? Like, you kind of screwed yeah, up with the bro. 12. Dude, if you would have thought, well, if you had 18, 18 touchdowns, bro? I don't Come know on. why. Maybe I wrote 18 and I just misread my handwriting, which is probably <laughs> a true thing. All right, number four. We got Dalvin Cook. You know, and Dalvin Cook, I think, was injured at some point last year as well. He's always seeming to get injured, right? How many games did he play last year? Uh, I don't know. Did he, I, he didn't play the full season, right? I don't think so. He missed him in the beginning. I think he missed training. Let's talk about this. He didn't play the full season. We know this. 1,135 yards rushing, 13 touchdowns, and 519 yards receiving. Bro, think about that. That's 1,700 yards with 13-plus touchdowns, bro. Dude, this guy with, is... And he was out a couple games. We know this. And guess what? Stephon Diggs good. is gone. Stephon Diggs is gone, dude. They're going to literally wrap their offense around him. He is... Absolutely. When I saw this, and I remember you initially were like, oh, I don't know about this. I was all for it, bro. The Vikings are a very potent defense. That means that they get the ball a lot. Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback. They still have their one receiver. I'm sorry. Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. Thielen. And they also got, and I know this is a small one, but they got the receiver Tajay Sharp from the Titans, which Tajay Sharp is a very serviceable wide receiver. So I think yeah. they're going to be fine at wide receiver. But with that being said, they're going to get Dalvin Cook involved in the offense way more than he was and he was involved a lot obviously with the yards. Up, I know but guess what I've had an ACL tear myself 
and he and I came out fine. These are professional athletes. I think Dalvin Cook is going to go a full season for the first time, and he's going to have a breakout year. I think he has over 1,300 yards. I think he has over 700 receiving yards. He's going to go over 2,000 total, and I think he's going to go over 12 to 15 touchdowns. He is going to be a fantasy monster next year, Dalvin Cook. All right. Numero cinco, we got Nick Chubb. He had 1,500 yards rushing, eight touchdowns, and he had almost 300 yards reception. Um, obviously, at the back end of it, he was splitting carries with Kareem Hunt. You Not know, as much carries, but third down plays. Third down plays and the receptions, of course. You know, Kareem is like a, he's a smaller back, and that's kind of his game, you know? And so, I don't know. I think his numbers won't be as high but he's a freaking talent. Like, if he was the premier back on a team, he would be. He is the premier back. I like, but what he you is, said, it's kind of hard with he, such and having such a talent with Kareem If he Hunt. was the premier back where I'm like, hey, I'm Saquon Barkley, who's my backup? If he was that guy, that would be different. So, what's right? your thoughts of him at number five then? Um, I mean, I might put Zeke in front of him, maybe potentially, you know, with that. So, you think he should be lower than seven? Like, can you name a couple other guys above him? For Nick, I think I'll, think about I, I think, think about I'm Aaron like, Jones. Aaron Jones had 16 rushing touchdowns last year, bro. I and he's put, not even in the top five right now. I know, now. I know. I would put Nick out of the top five. How about you guys? I think I'd put Nick in there. I think yeah. Having I mean, had 1500 yards last year and they had all those miles to feed. Same thing's gonna be this year, but they're gonna have. But to remember, Cream was out. Cream was out for the beginning. No, the he was out for 12 games in the beginning, bro. I had him on my fantasy team. He missed the first 10. This is my point, bro. Oh, I am with I'm with Daniel, bro, and I didn't mean to. I didn't mean I to cut you off. No, he was out for 10 plus, bro. Kareem was out for, or no, he, or, yeah, Kareem was out for eight. Eight. And even when he came back, that I can, uh, you know, get him back into the offense. In my opinion, Kareem is that good. Kareem Hunt was amazing when he was on the Chiefs. I think he is going to split time with Chubb. I'm not saying that Chubb is not going to kill it because he is. I love him. He's a Georgia boy. Shout out Gary because he loves Nick Chubb. And. I think Nick Chubb shits off, and he would have won the rushing title if not Derrick Henry rushed for 180 yards against the Texans the last game. So we'd be talking about him having the rushing title right now with those 1,500 yards, but Derrick Henry stole that from him. With that being said, I think his 300 yards receiving and 1,500 yard, uh, 100 yards rushing are going to go down slightly. His, yeah, right? And I think he goes down to 1,100 or even 1,000 uh, rushing because Kareem Hunt does so well in the Browns' offense. That's my opinion. Travis, I'm so sorry. Travis, Please. to your point, you like, have any sleeper running backs? We do. But I just want to get down your opinion, too, a little bit. Because, like, I, can't I cut you the off. Browns' I'm sorry. line has gotten better. They have. They got Jack Conklin in the offseason. But, like, you, I mean, you just, it's hard to say. Like, yeah, like you said, do you think that Nick Chubb will rush for 15, 300 yards? No way. No way. I mean, an improved offensive line with everybody coming back and a better head coach. Why not? Do you think so? You think would you pick if you had the fifth overall pick and all those running backs were taken, you would take Nick Chubb? No, I would take Lamar Jackson. No, no, no. no. <laughs> hey, hey, no, shut, no, dude, he does it. This is no. our guy. Don't yeah. flex. I would, I know. <laughs> okay, all right. Who's our sleepers for running backs? What do we got? Friends? I like that question. I'm gonna go first, guys. I'm gonna go first. My first guy, I was just talking about him. My first guy on a sleeper is Kareem Hunt. I think he could go as low as the second, third, even fourth round because people are thinking so highly of Nick Chubb and picking him so highly that I think Kareem, I can fit him in as my like flex that he'd be worth a third, fourth round pick. So I'm picking Kareem Hunt. Travis has LeBron on here. Daniel's cheating. I have games later. 
Go ahead. Just looking at my paper. Oh no, sorry. We got some done. I was like, all right. Well, that was my first sleeper running back. Go ahead, guys. You got it? Well, I was gonna go with uh, I think Cam Akers, the rookie in uh, LA. I think that he was spectacular at Florida State. He was the number one player coming out of high school before the Rams. he went there. Got drafted by the Rams in the second round. I think Sean McVay loves to use those running backs and with Todd Gurley out, I think there's a little bit of a hole there. I like that. And I think he's gonna get all sorts of carries and looks out of the backfield. Oh, that's beautiful. And I don't like any of their other running backs. They relied on them last year and they didn't do any kind of good. So Travis, I think Akers will be the feature. I'm gonna write that down. And I think he will be an exceptional pickup in the fourth or fifth round. Let's put our receipts on this. Okay. That was great. Travis, I'm so mad at you right no, now. No, we got a couple. We're going to go around the board. Do you I have like another one, Aaron, or no? I'm going to let you go, bro. We went around the board. Go ahead, buddy. So, Zach, what's his last Levine. name? Moss. Zach yeah, Moss. I did not Shout like out, him. Moss. You know, I guess? Where did he get drafted? I remember watching him. Where did he go? Washington uh, State or something like that? Where did he go? The Washington, Washington, Washington product. Where did he go? Where did he get drafted? Washington. Oh, he's on the Bills. That's on the Bills. So, here's the deal. He's a big goal line back. Yeah. Big goal line back. Frank Gore took the bulk of those carries last year. He's getting old, bro. I think Zach Moss takes them. And they got Devin Singletary, so they're going to split the time eventually. Singletary looks nice. Very, Singletary's a good sleeper, too. He could be, but like he's the guy for them. you know. So I don't know if he's a sleeper, per se. I was eh, trying to a get sleeper real deep no value. Like, we're going real deep value, right? Like Maybe not all the time, but like we'll do our sleeper. So I picked Zach Moss. I think he's going to be nice. He's a goal line rusher. That's like that David Johnson type. When David Johnson wasn't shit, yeah, and I watched him, I watched him shit off on the Chargers, and I picked him out in the 15th round. And oh, by the way, old boy scored a tutty almost every single game that first year, and that was in 2015. And I, yeah. All right, we're going around the horn again. I'm gonna go with my other running. All right, I have two other running backs. Travis told me to pick three. I'm going to pick three. I pick three. I pick two. Damn it. Okay, cool. Um, See a lot of sleepers, a lot of value for you guys. You're welcome. Marlon Mack. Oh. You did too, Chad? I did not. Marlon Mack of the Colts, meaning because Marlon Mack shit off for the Colts near the end of the season. And I know they drafted, um, excuse me, J.K. Dobbins. They drafted Jonathan Taylor. I'm sorry. Uh, but Marlon Mack, healthy. Marlon Mack, healthy with... Uh, with that offensive line, with that offensive Hill, line, with got the guy at USC, thank you. So in my opinion, they're gonna run Marlon Mack, bro. They're gonna run him because he was that effective. Like you don't, you don't like just because of injury. Listen, I played running back, I played linebacker in college. You don't give up your position just because of injury. They're gonna give you your your taste again just to say like, listen, we know how good you were. And I know Marlon Mack did enough to get that taste. And I think Marlon Mack would be a good pick because no one's thinking about him, yeah. bro. And that's why I think he's a sleeper pick. And which that's is going to cool. translate really smoothly into my sleeper, Jonathan Taylor. I don't think that Marlon Mack oh, well, necessarily... Me, right? I don't think his talent is why he was good. I think that the offensive line is why he was good. Jonathan Taylor... They easily have the best one. Do you think Jonathan Taylor takes over think, that position I think it'll that? take a couple games and JT will be there. Ouch. JT is a dude. Maybe I've you get if Marlon Mack does good, do you trade him high in the first couple weeks? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. If you have those two guys, if he does good, if he does good, they're gonna ride him. You know, Jonathan Taylor. I think Jonathan Taylor is that's a guy. Why I think people Marlon Mack was like a bold choice. People don't look at him as a, like a premier running back, but this dude was a first round talent. He this got is a up great in the little. Round. Yeah, good. And on top of that, Jonathan Taylor ran a four three like two. His speed is unbelievable. Dude, He's you know how good Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack was putting up two hundred yards. Yeah, Marlon Mack bro. is a good running back. He is a. And you average. can't and like I know they have a good offensive line, but you got to test some of those plays to him, of bro. Course, you of course. I mean, tell no me who's the quarterback for the Colts up near the end? At the end of last season, I don't know. Was, exactly. Who was it? 
my point exactly. I don't fucking know either. Yeah, I know. And but, but Marlon Mack was shitting off still. And I think if you put Jonathan Taylor behind that offensive line, it's gonna be better. Who is it? The black guy. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that one guy. No, no, no. No, I know what you're talking about. He was on uh, the Patriots. No, that's not him. No, he, no, he it was. Hurt. Yeah, it was him. No, he did get hurt. Oh. Fuck me, dude. I'm, we're terrible. All right, we're not going to talk about wow. that. But I also kind of have a backup sleeper since Daniel's only I had a backup two. sleeper, too. I was going to say, I think Joshua Kelly on the Chargers. Not hear me? That's a good one. No, that's no, a good no, one. That's a good one. Because Eckler is not an every down back. That's why. He's not, and I've been watching a lot of the hard knocks, as you guys have seen, and I follow all the Chargers on Instagram who have all these videos of the training camp. Nah, bro. You Joshua Kelly, <laughs> Joshua <laughs> Kelly was getting first team reps a lot. A lot of those first team reps, he looks good. He looks fast. I think that that dude is going to be a little bit of a sleeper. I think he'll probably go undrafted. Maybe a guy will pick him up late. And then I think as the season progresses, he's going to be the feature guy with Eckler kind of being the third down, also getting his carries guy. I might be messing up these names. A.J. Dillon. You, on the Packers, you got it. A.J. Dillon on the Packers. I loved Aaron Jones. I think he's a perfect complement back. And a guy that's out of the backfield better than Aaron Jones. And so Aaron Jones doesn't go down in terms of uh, touchdowns-wise because he was the most right up with Derrick Henry with 16 rushing touchdowns. But I think A.J. Dillon, the rookie, would be a good sleeper in terms of late rounds. Like Daniel was saying, like, we're giving you value. Yeah, yeah, value, value. Like, way late rounds. Like, A.J. Dillon would be a, a serviceable pick. Yeah. Dan, you got guy? You got guy? You got guy? Let's go with receivers, guys. We're going, no, no, I got no, Daniel's got one more running okay. back. Oh, no way. No, no way you just looked up Dave's guys. No, no, I just wanted to make sure that was his name. I he just got kicked out. I know. Oh, okay. That's not my guy. Wait, who are we talking about? So, I was going to talk running about back, my, Darius my sleeper oh, guys, is... My sleeper is Bryce Love of the Washington football team, bro. Not the Redskins. Because the Red Tails. They're going to be the Red Tails. What we said, Darius Geis was released. Their next guy right now is a guy named Antonio Gibson, who I guess you can also call the sleeper. But we all remember Bryce Love. He was on Stanford. Old boy rushed for like 2,500 yards in 2018. He's a monster. I think he tore his ACL, but he's going to come back strong, bro. Trust me, Bryce Love is a guy that you want to swoop up in the later rounds if you can. Okay, in the deep league. And we have a deep... 16 man league, so that's what kind of what we're trying to bring value to. Yeah. So we're gonna move on that's to right. Yeah, like, 8 10 man when you have an all star like, team the whole time. Fuck out of here, bro. I'm going. We're wave. trying to figure out if we should start TJ Lockett or fucking <laughs> <Joe> Schmo over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. That part I was like, dude, like my quarterback so, uh, is Drew Lock right now, dude. Oh, dude, I'm starting Corey Maggetti at tight end, dude. <laughs> at same time, dude, I remember starting AJ Brown later in the year and he did shit off. So. This is where, just to leave that off, just to transition, one of my sleepers is not really a sleeper because everyone's been high on them. What are we doing? Running back? No, wide receivers. Wait, I was going to, let's run down the top. Did we run down the top? Oh, we got to run down the top ones. Okay, I'll do then we'll the sleepers. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we'll, we'll make this one. Snap so, wide receiver wise, number one is Michael Thomas. We all did understand that was going to be the case. 149 receptions, damn near 150 receptions. Michael Thomas. Unheard of stuff. 1,700 yards, only nine touchdowns? Is that correct? Dude, that is not correct, bro. That is Stop. correct? Stop. Yeah, okay. That is correct. That is correct. That is? That is correct. Oh, wow. That's he had no, in, his, in Michael Thomas's first series, he had 969. Nice. Wow. Touchdowns wise. 969. Crazy. I'm dead serious. Well, that's a little weak, but I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. He had 13, 15, 17 in terms of yards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Travis, suck the fat one. Next I'm, one. Okay, obviously Michael Thomas is good. Just kidding. No, Michael Thomas is rightfully so number one, right? Yes. That's Keyshawn Johnson's nephew right there. Big oh, shout out to the plug. Number two, <laughs> we got D Hop. 
On a new squadron now, right? The Arizona Cardinals, Cardinals, man. And you I got... like this one. Wow. Firm, bro. I don't like catches, Y'all going to get my take. And seven tutties. All right, we'll get the takes after, okay? Julio Jones, numero tres, rounding out, 99 receptions. That makes sense. Almost 1,400 yards, six tutties. Yeah, dude, you've been good for like 10 years. We've been yeah, he's amazing. And then number four, Demonte Adams. Makes Dan sense. Near might be the only choice for. <laughs> <laughs> they, they went ahead and decided, hey, instead of. A but receiver, he's amazing too. He's the one of the best route runners. Right? Yeah, I love Jordan Love, dude. But he might be a better route runner than Keenan. That's the. And that's bold. No, that, no, they're right on par. They're, they're par. They're on par with each other, bro. It's Stephon Diggs, him, and Keenan. Travis, it's not like. Oh, no, but man, that's the thing, like, dude. Hold right? on, hold on. No, keep going, Dan. Adams Adams is like six three and fast. No, he's nice. Six one. Also six three. No, Keenan's like slow. Freaking four foot. No, shut the fuck up, dude. Keenan's better. You're an asshole, bro. Stop, stop, stop. Go, Dan. Keenan's six three, also. Then number five is Chris Godwin. Keenan is six three, my dude. I'm gonna look it up. You're an asshole, bro. Chris Godwin is Look up Devontae while you're at it. How rightfully so? How weird is this? Over Mike Evans, you got eighty six. Over Odell. 1,333 yards and nine tutties. That's pretty hefty, though. With Jameis throwing to him, though. He's 6'2". Yep. I would split the difference. Oh, God forbid. You oh, look up, five, look, up Honestly, look up Devontae. Look up Devontae. Look up Devontae. He's six foot. Mm. I think Devontae's 6'1", though. No, Devontae's six foot. Is he? He's... Yeah, why'd you say 6'3"? Grow up. He's 6'1". Yeah. So oh, okay. Go. Fuck me in the ace. So I was right. You were no. <laughs> no. All right. So, in my... Okay, I'm just going to go off the bat. You got to go quick. Really? What are we at? What are we at? Oh, that's perfect. I'm not, I'm, I was thinking two hours anyway. Who got robbed? Who's too high? Who's too low? And who's Joe Schmo? And who's Joe Blow? Right? These are fantastic. I think this is fantastic. I think D Hop should be fourth or fifth only because okay. it's a rookie or it's a second year player don't throwing you to hate him. Deshaun Watson, don't you think no. he's not as good as everyone says? No, dude. I think Deshaun Watson's amazing. And I think a sleeper wide receiver is who they just got from Brandon the Rams. Cooks. Brandon Cooks would be a sleeper wide receiver in the, in the I later feel like first second. You said that Deshaun Watson is overrated. Damn I have. Right. I have. You're absolutely right. Okay. No, you're absolutely right. I, I have. However, however, I think Kyle Murray is way more overrated. The fact that he got offensive rookie of the year is beyond me. He's just salty because his guy didn't. That's no, Josh Jacobs should have got it. Josh Jacobs should have been wide or rookie of the year. And if it doing? wasn't for him, he had 1,100 yards. And if it wasn't for him, it should have been A.J. Brown. Absolutely. But for him to get it was bullshit because he was getting all his garbage yards in the third and fourth quarter when they were fucking already losing. They had a 5-11 and 11 record. Don't tell me that they're going to be that much fucking better with D-Hop. To him, it'd be a top... Three, number two, what? is fucking beyond me. You still yeah, have Larry yeah, yeah. Fitz, bro. Like, no, they, fuck that. D-Hop D -hop like, is not going to... Like no, dude. And, like, yes, D-Hop is not going to get the same amount of throw or throws to him. Like, passes thrown to him. He's not going to get nearly as many, in my opinion. But, 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 but no, remember, though, like, because we're not talking about, like, hey, garbage time stats count in fantasy football, too. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you're right. However, you're taking those fat L's and they're just throwing bombs at the old boy D-Hop... That's gonna help him with had stats, right? That's where I'm coming from, and I mean, you, what do you He like? would still be top five. Right. I'm not, like, that's not really being that bold. Chris Godwin can bump out. I yeah. think my, Mike Evans should jump in, but I think Mike, I think Julio Jones should go up to number two. I think Devontae should go to three. I think uh, Mike Evans should go to number four, and I think D-Hop should be number five. That's where I'm at. It's not a huge detriment of what I'm saying. He's sure, still yeah. gonna get those garbage times, and times, and he's gonna get those yards. However, 
I think Julio is going to get more than six touchdowns. Yes, absolutely. He's going to get more than six touchdowns. Devontae Adams is their only option over there. And are really... And Aaron Rodgers is going to have an MVP season. So Devontae is going to have an absolute outstanding year with over 120 catches. And I think... Evans is going to go absolute apeshit with Tom Brady, with Godwin. However, with them being so decisive, also with having Gronk in the backfield, you got to think their numbers are going to go a little bit down. So Chris Godwin being out that high is super bold to me. Yeah, I uh, I disagree. Please. I don't think that Devontae Adams should be in the top five. What do you want me to do? I think that the Packers are going to go very run heavy with the draft picks they've made. And I do think the Packers are going to be very run heavy. And I don't think that this whole Jordan Love thing is going to blow over easily. I think this team's going to have a lot of turmoil. And Aaron Rodgers, yeah, exactly. Aaron Rodgers was very, he was very consistent last year. He was great, 13-3, and fantastic. But his numbers weren't up there. He had his lowest passing yards he's had in his career and his lowest passing touchdowns he's ever had in his career. But he also had two interceptions. No, dude, that was their sick defense against the Lions and the Bears, okay? So that's what I'm saying. Like, I I don't think that Devontae Adams is going to have some killer year. I think they're going to be run heavy. And Chris Godwin, I think that's very silly. I don't know why. Why he's up there? Yeah, I would take Mike Evans over him. I'm trying to be unbiased, but I take Keenan Allen over him. I know. I would probably even take guys like Cooper Cup. He's gonna get tons of catches. You know what I mean? Cooper was right on the on the back end, like seven. That's Keenan what I'm was like ten. I feel you, like you know, all bias aside, like I'm throwing Keenan above Chris Godwin. I'm definitely throwing Mike Evans, who's their number one clear. Yeah. The only thing is, like, is Tom Brady. I mean, Chris Godwin's more the slot checkdown guy, right? He's the speed guy. Clearly. Who, like, Mike Evans, I don't care if he's open. He's six foot five and bigger and stronger than everybody. Just, Just throw it to him. He did that with Gronk for 10 years. Why would he do the same thing with Mike? And, yeah, exactly. I just don't see it. I just think that's silly. I don't know. I think that good Chris Godwin's going to have a great year, but top five? Come on, grow up. Who should have been there on the running backs wise? Not sleepers, but, like, who got robbed? Like, I think Zeke. That's what I said. I mean, Zeke's been in the league like five years and led the league in rushing four years, something like that. Yeah, so he's. Like, should, I mean, come on. And who will you take off? Nick? Uh, or, or who? Shoot, I guess. I mean, I said I liked Nick there, and I did also like Dalvin, so if I just take off the bottom guy, I guess Nick. I'm okay. Zeke in. So Zeke over Nick. What about you, receivers? Who got robbed on the top five? Anyone? Aaron? Because we already kind of. I think uh, Evans. Yeah. I think Evans got robbed a little bit. That's what we said. Maybe. And then also. Uh, I want to say Keenan, but the reason that Keenan's left Why off, not? the reason Keenan's left off is because who's throwing to him, bro? And on, he is on. No, I don't. Hold on, stop, stop. We're thinking, we're thinking, we're thinking, we're thinking fantasy. And you know who else you could have thrown on there is Ty. Ty is, yeah, I feel that. Because you got Phil who's throwing D to him all the time, bro. Honestly, bro. I don't know, bro. I'm not confident. What are your guys' sleeper picks? I want to hear it. No, wide we, receiver. I think we did. Did we not do it? We did not do the wide receiver. I, I, I think Keenan will be a top five receiver is because Tyrod Taylor. Is, no, that's no, a good no, sleeper. No, it's not. It's sleeper not. could mean second round. I'm just telling you. I just want to put this on wax because I gotta put it on wax. Tyrod is very much a checkdown guy, and Keenan is not a fast. Bro, I've never seen. I've never seen Keen. I've never seen Tyrod in your offense yet. That's why I'm so skeptical. Yeah, but you know who was in his offense? Our head coach was running the offense with him. Yeah, he was in Buffalo. For three years, bro. Am I stoked at what he did in Buffalo? Yeah, they made the playoffs. The Buffalo Bills did not make the playoffs. Because the the Buffalo Bills defense was so good. Not because Tyrod... So was the Chargers defense, dude. Oh, my God. You guys are fucking ignorant. You guys are... Fuck you guys. 
You guys I, are ignorant. I like Tyrod, bro. I like Tyrod, too. No, great. You better grow up. I like Jake Locker, too, guys. Oh, jeez. Where's he at? Oh, my God. Hey, this is all on wax right now. Thank yeah, God. Fuck you guys. My wide receivers, my number one. Please. Justin Jefferson. Okay. I'm not you. I think, is that a sleeper? He's on the, the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, that's He's a good one. Fill in I like that one a lot. Nicely. I actually considered him, yes. I like that one a lot. Very nicely for our boy Stefan Diggs. Obviously, he's a slot guy. He had 111 catches for 1,500 yards on LSU and 18 touchdowns, bro. In a year where they had three legit ass wide receivers, he is nice and he's going to be the compliment to Adam Thielen and he's going to get it done, bro. I think that's a very good sleeper. Really do. We got it. Mine is going to be Marquez Valdez Gantling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is the number one pick last year for the Packers, wide receiver for the Packers. And the reason I pick him is for, in my opinion, obvious reasons. He's going to be the number one to our number two receiver for that amazing offense that we're going to see. And believe me, you're going to see an amazing offense. They they definitely took a step back offensively for the Packers. They were still amazing defensively, which I still still think that they're going to have a solid defense. Daniel disagrees. What about just the Packers about, defense? I think the Packers defense <laughs> is still going to... I want Aaron to grab that guy and I'll grab my guy. Now you go fuck Come yourself. How about that? Yeah, Aaron, dude, he's going to be sick. Now you go fuck yourselves. I like him. He had four touchdowns with 763 yards last year, which is very mediocre. However, with another offseason with Aaron Rodgers, and head dude, and, and dude, yeah. give me Aaron Rodgers thrown to anybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think he's a sleeper, maybe in the eighth and ninth round, not as high as we may be thinking. Deep value. Deep value. That's yeah. where I'm getting at. So, Daniel, you can talk like all your that. shit that no, you want. Stop. No, like you guys can talk all your shit like you want. It, that, but we're going to talk our shit because we're boys. Right? Deep okay. value picks Jeez. right there. Deep right, value picks. A real sleeper that you actually might want to draft. Um, Jeez, you might not. Has right, Travis ever been right on this shit? A couple times. Me and Harold go ahead and T. Higgins out of, L- out of oh, Clemson fuck. to nice the Bengals. What are we talking about? T. Higgins, if it wasn't. Talk about Joe Burrow, bro. If it wasn't for. <laughs> <laughs> what is T Higgins a bad pick? No, no, no. No, no. You're gonna have. Uh, <laughs> no, you're gonna Please have pick AJ, T I Higgins. I will pick T Higgins. <laughs> you got AJ Green on one side. He's gonna get all the looks, and you have Joe Burrow throwing him the ball. Uh-huh. T Higgins was a first round draft pick. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like you guys are trying to make me no, seem no, no, silly. No, no. Why is AJ Green still hurt though? Isn't that annoying? No, he's not. His hand is his hammy or something. He's no had way. hamstring problems. Oh he's no still way. God he's damn. He's got like a week or two. I love AJ Green, bro. Sorry, Trav. Go ahead. So yeah, I think T Higgins. I think he's gonna get a lot of looks. I think he he was a first round pick talent in the most like depth yeah. deep. He's six five. He runs a four three forty. This guy's a, a baller. Yeah. He was the best wide receiver on the best team in the last three years. To, cre- to credit your backup is like I know it sounds funny. Like you know how like you know how backups work with other backup wide receivers, but when the backup re- quarterback comes in and the backup receiver comes in, he trusts him a little more because they work together. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. That could be a factor in what you're just saying, T. Higgins with A.J. Brown, or excuse me, not A.J. Brown, A.J. Green being out. Yeah, right. With A.J. Green being out, T. Higgins being the possible number one, maybe there's a development that we don't even know about where that could be a deep sleeper. Just to credit what you're saying. Yeah, like these guys are coming in together. Yeah, he's a freak athlete. I can already understand that. You know what I mean? Like guys coming in together, oh, we're both I'm just trying to to help you with that because that makes sense to me. I'm trying to make sense of your pick, and that's what makes sense to me. And I'm just going to go ahead and kind of roll into the next one because... No way, boss. Mike Williams. I think Mike Williams is kind of a sleeper. That's not oh. a sleeper. Mike Williams is not no, a sleeper? No, that's a good sleeper. That's a sleeper? I mean, I... For Tyrod throwing to his ass? I don't know. I think Mike Williams is going to get a lot of looks. Oh, I don't my. think Hunter Henry... Get out of here! <laughs> no, dude. 
Look out for Tajay Sharp. I like <laughs> Corey Davis. <laughs> hey, Corey Davis, the ghost of Corey Davis. Yeah. Hey, my sleeper. If we're gonna talk about that. Hey, no, let's drive a library on Mike. I mean, Mike's another six foot five, can run a four three forty, and he's a big physical dude Mike. that they're gonna I use. I love in the Mike, bro. I was just talking shit yeah. just because I'm talking shit. Mike Williams ain't voice. gonna have Mike yeah. Williams ain't gonna get you hundred catches, but he'll get you twelve touchdowns, thirteen, fourteen touchdowns. Yeah. I don't know about I, twelve is whole firm. I know it's dumb, but nine or ten is very feasible. I mean, that's still the same. That's what I'm getting. No, at. it's not though. If I, I get twelve over to nine, that's fucking twenty two points, bro. Possibly. But that's what I'm saying. Talking about yards and why. I'm just saying I agree with you. However, you guys are very high on Tyrod, which yeah. I am not. That's where I'm at. I am very I'm very optimistic with Tyrod and I hope he does do good. And it would make Keenan and Mike Williams very sleeper picks, which they shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Like they shouldn't be because they're that good at receivers. Keenan Allen is arguably the best route router in the NFL. And he's a big body. He makes spectacular catches. Six two regular regularly. I am a huge fan of Keenan oh, Allen, bro. Fantastic. I love him, bro. You thought and he was five eleven. I, I said four foot nine. Obviously, as a joke. I knew like, he was six. Anyways, I, I think six one. Anyways, with Mike Williams, it's not necessarily a sleeper. It's just who's gonna pick him higher than he should be. Is where I'm at. Some dumb charger I, fan. No, I, that's super. So and we have a lot of charger fans that might right. pick him harder than he should be. Yeah. In my opinion. No, no, you're 100. All right. of our not, listeners, yeah, that's like he's gonna be overrated, if not rated at where he should, which is gonna be good. He's, he is gonna be good, and I mm-hmm. feel you on that. That's my good. my that's guy. That's a good point, Aaron. That's good. Trav, you can agree with that, right? Yes. Yeah, so my guy is gonna be Terry McLaurin. Nice. Terry McLaurin is He's, of the Redskins. I mean, he was disgusting all last Redskins, year. Yeah, he was disgusting all last year. It's not much of a sleeper, like Dan was trying to mention. He's not much of a sleeper. However, I think he's going to be the clear cut number one. He's going to get you 1,412 touchdowns. And, and it's weird. However, their defense is that fantastic. I think, I think he's just a sleeper. No one knows about his name even really. You know what I mean? We do because we know him, but like the casuals know. The casuals know, but like the non-casuals can be like, oh yeah, I'll pick him late. That's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this dude named Preston Williams that was on Miami last year, and he had 320 yards. I think he had like 40 receptions and I got it written down here. Three touchdowns from Miami as a rookie. What makes you pick him? You think Tua's gonna be that good? And then he tore his ACL. It was like four games as a rookie, bro, and he wasn't supposed to be dick. And now he's gonna be healthy again. Who else do they have over there in Miami as receivers? And yes, I do think that Tua's gonna be the upgrade for him. That's some deep ass value for you right there, bro. He played four games, he had 328 yards. What's his name? Nothing. LeBron James, no, Preston Williams. Preston Williams. Preston Williams, bro, like, that's a good sleeper pick for you right there. So good. You like that? Oh, yeah. I do like it. I'm writing it down. That's where I'm at. Yeah, you do like that. So let me give you some deep value. If you're in a 16 man league, like, dude, that's where we're at. That's the deep value shit that Daniel's mentioning. We need that. Yeah, we do need that. So that's that. That's all I got. What do we got? We got some fun games? I got some fun games. No, no, no. Travis has, I have one more sleeper. I'm good on receivers. My last sleeper is not much as here as AJ Brown. Listen, there's a couple analysts that had him, AJ Brown, having leading the league in receiving yards next year with Tannehill thrown to him. AJ Brown had 58 catches or 52 catches, 52 catches. He had a a thousand and ninety-eight yards, almost 1,100 yards on 52 catches. He led the league in yak, which is yards after catch, and it was 20.8. Did you hear that correctly? 20.8 yards after catch. Fuck me, dude. This guy had the next two, who's the cheetah, the most 40-yard-plus touchdowns, and by one. Mm-hmm. He had six, cheetah had seven. So 
So this guy is a big play machine and he's not fast like Cheetah. That's the difference. He is slow as a matter of fact. He's just a big body that just breaks tackles. AJ Brown with that offense running on a high octane with Derrick Henry in the backfield. I truly believe that AJ Brown is a 1400 yards, 12 touchdown automatic shoe in. So pick him high in the first round, second round if even. AJ Brown is not much of a sleeper. He's just gonna be the man. You guys want one more sleeper, wide receiver, or now? Sure, Dan. Okay. Y'all ain't even gonna know. But we got our boy Darius Slayton, who I said I was gonna talk about earlier on the Giants. Nice. And he had, let me get my stats out. He had 15.4 yards per reception last year, 48 catches with eight touchdowns, which is tied for six overall. Eight touchdowns excites me. On the Giants. And then that is better than the likes of. We can talk about Devontae Adams, who had five. We can talk about Julio Jones, who had six. We can talk about DeAndre Hopkins, who had seven. This dude right here had had eight touchdowns and was a rook and was sharing the ball with the likes of Evan Ingram. You know, Daniel Jones has found a clear one of his favorite targets right there, Darius Slayton. That's to provide value for you two right here. Who's probably gonna swoop him up now and do your homework? Don't talk I like shit. That. I like Write that. it down. Oh, Darius, Darius Slayton. I got Get it. out of here, bro. You like that one. Bitch, I'm gonna write it down. down. Yeah, you will write it down. All right, we got some games. Hold on, I'm not gonna write it down. I didn't write it down. No, no, I know, I know, I know. Oh, okay, we're going to transition into games to wrap up this wonderful show we had. Um, I only have one. I decided one of my hold games. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into games, another quick shout out to Chris. Yeah. The fact that we're using this place. Again, that is at copy and steal. C-O-P-Y-A-N-D-S-T-A-L. Copy and steal. That's Chris using his spot. Shout out to you, brother. You've been watching this whole time. Amazing setup. I've loved the pod so far. Just another shout out again at copy and steal on Insta. Cool. I only have one game. Thanks, Chris. Okay. Do you have a game? I don't. I got Aaron. two games. Cool. Aaron, you want to start then? I got one that is more of a. Always gotta do the sandwich. Mine is more of a would you rather. Okay. So Chris, I have. You're in this? I have a game. Thanks, Chris, man. come on, step on, brother. And this one is like kind of hits home with me because I've been watching the Avatar. Oh, of course. And in Cora. So it says, would you rather control water or would you rather control fire? I'm gonna take this one, I was water. I've always been a water bending fan. I will take water all day. <laughs> what, <laughs> how is that, what are you, Jesus Christ? No, 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 we just sound like nerds, but I love it, I love it, I do. Well, okay, what so do you water. pick? I also pick water, in a heartbeat. Okay, you know, I don't you. wanna get dangerous with it. I know what they do with Avatar, <laughs> they're like, all them firebenders are wild, so I pick water as well. God, he hasn't, he hasn't watched it. Me? It's tough. Of course. What I about have. you, Chris? Did you uh, do you ever watch the show? Yeah, I love Avatar. All right, perfect. So, yeah, what do you think? About it. um, it's tough. It's because uh, water, you have the blood bending. Oh, I like, yeah. I like and the you blood can bending. Temperature. Yes, you do. All that, baby. But fire, you have the the blue fire, and you also have electricity. Mm-hmm. So, so which one you got? I'd probably go water just for the yeah, blood. I bending. just feel like fire is good for air for fighting. Other than that, it's not as like. Useful. I'm going to water as well. You got the healing as well that comes with oh, water. Oh, only certain waterbenders, bro. But still, with that, however, <laughs> with however, with like, is it fire bending or ground or like earth bending when you can do lava bound lava bending? Oh man. Oh, that's true. And metals. 
So that's a little bit different with herb bending, but that was just that. That was a good would you rather. I feel like air has no extra shit to it. Other than like, you can, can fly. fly. Fuck me, yeah, I can fly, I get dude. That. Come on. But you can only fly if you have that shit that he has. If you I'm, have I'm, the I'm gonna. However, if you watch the Legend of Korra, you'll know that there's a guy that can actually fly. That's fire. I need to okay, so this is the next one is would you rather live without AC and heating or no internet? Well, I already live without AC and heating. <laughs> so I'm going with- What do you don't, bro? You have an AC box in your room. Okay, well, I use that suddenly. I'm trying to run the bill. What do you mean, no, I don't? I think you use it. All right, All right go thanks ahead. Thanks for ruining Let's my bit out. here. Sorry. But I'm picking I would rather live without AC and have the internet. Definitely. Easy. I feel like this is an easy one. Go ahead, Dale. I'd rather have the AC heating. No way. No know. internet? Now you can't work from home, bro. Oh, yeah, true. Now you can't have fucking nothing now. <laughs> I don't even get... work from home. We go to the office. Oh, okay. Well, fuck your opinion. Yeah. Right? Nah, if I, if I went to an office, I'd definitely make the same choice as Daniel, but being I work from home, I need internet, so. Like, Trav, you're not... You That's easy. You not just put on the AC at the end of the night. Like, it's 90, I, I did. I put a fan in the door. Fan. You put a fan well, in the window. Terrible. I'll be getting. No, that's it does not. not. No, it does all. not. Absolutely. Can we just say no to those things? Right? No, that doesn't count. You oh. can read a book, read an encyclopedia, buddy. Cool. Yeah, dude, have fun watching cable. Well, that's like, like saying, a freaking pilgrim. That's the same. <laughs> hey, I don't have Wi-Fi, but I can use my cell data. No. That's what a fan is. Bro. No, it's not. no. Not? How now, brown cow? Okay, Come a on. fan is a piece of plastic that yeah. spins in a circle, and air conditioning <laughs> is a complex thing that sucks up air. All right, going on next one, next one, next one, next one. Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi, but this is something I can get internet on too. Daniel has a good argument with the side of it. Use your phone then. It's internet. It said internet though. That's Wi-Fi data. That's everything, bro. I didn't say Wi-Fi, so fuck you. Freaking chump. I'm irritated. All right, my next one is. You guys tricked me with that one. No, we didn't. I was tricked. All right, go ahead. Would you rather teleport or read minds? Oh God, I wouldn't want to read minds. I'd teleport. I teleport. Yeah. Mine is teleport. That's a, I think that was a given. I thought that was pretty easy too. All right, next one. The next one, the next one is how intellectual you want to think about this, but would you rather have a car that drives underwater or a flying carpet? Flying carpet, bro. I would. I'm definitely afraid of water. I hate the ocean. It scares me to death. You're a pussy. Okay. But if you're in a car, you're kind of like obstructed from all the bad cool. stuff. I wouldn't go in a submarine to the bottom of the ocean. I know, that that's, that's why I picked flying carpet. All right, carpet. well, I'm, yeah. well, I'm going to go on a flat magic carpet ride all day long. Like, if you see hey, Aladdin, hey, hey, you're hey, picking hey. that kind of... Is that where we're at? Is that where you're picking Aladdin? Go ahead. Yeah, flying carpet. I think so. I'm going with fucking driving a car into water. This is my point. I can sell that technology. And make a lot of money. If I have a what flying, about a flying carpet, man? does that have technology? <laughs> What's the technology that my flying fucking carpet has? And guess what? I better have That's a seatbelt so and all shit. Fuck you guys, dude. If I go to Jeff Bezos with a flying it. carpet and be like, I'll sell you this for Jeff five billion dollars. <laughs> Get out of here, Aaron, bro. I'm <laughs> super. No, 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 no. You don't think Jeff Bezos would buy your magic flying carpet for five billion dollars? Jeff Bezos has a magic flying carpet. Hey, <laughs> 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 All right, last one, last one, last oh, one. Oh, last one. I'm sorry, Dale. I know it's fine. Um, never stuck in traffic again. That one. <laughs> or never get a cold ever. I said mine. <laughs> Um, cause we're in San Diego. I feel like if Chris was in New York, like he's from, he'd probably pick the traffic thing. But 
I don't get colds often, so I'll probably go ahead and pick the traffic one too. I'm gonna pick the traffic one too, just because it like listen, if I I'm in that bitch a lot, not as late, not of late, but I know how it's like, and if I can never be in that, oh my god, I'd save so much time of my life and driving, and being in like like Daniel said, like I don't get colds often. We're young and we think that way. Wait until we're over older and we no, might get a cold and it might kill us. A COVID is technically a cold right now, and it would kill us if I can guarantee that I never get COVID. Well, fuck me. So. Chris, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, no, I'm with you guys on that. Um, no, Travis, didn't the other day you said like you listen to podcasts when you drive? Like, That's you got never in traffic. Yeah, but I listen to them when I'm walking All around right, too. Yeah. Right? That's too. All right. Uh, I feel like <laughs> I'm trying to make the most of traffic. That doesn't make me want to sit in traffic. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the perfect, yeah. Oh, that was a good right one. That was the right answer. All right, that was my game, guys. This is more of a would you rather, but. That's fun, though. It's a good topic. We love those. It's good shit. So I have a unique game here. It has really nothing to do with whatever we've ever done. What I'm going to do is. Name off six NBA players, and you have to tell me whether or not their salary for this year alone is a top ten salary. God, that's a no salaries. So well, I'm gonna top ten salaries. All right. You know we got. You guys it. understand the game? Are we doing that as a team? I'm not this one. Okay. <laughs> Chris, are we doing it as a team or can not? We do. Oh, sure. Yeah. Can you do it as a team? So the first guy on this list, LeBron James, does he have a top ten NBA salary for this year specifically? Yes or no? Sounds like he doesn't. Cause yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. He does. Well, you guys have to agree. I think he does. I still think. Yeah, yeah. He's on a strange one. A four-year. It's like a three. It's a three-year with a four-year option with like a hundred. I feel like he doesn't. You guys gotta speak up. You're kind of whispering. It's not a. <sighs> well, fuck you, Travis. How about that? Whisper that. Well, answer the question, Aaron. He's saying for this year specifically. I think he does. Okay. Let's do what he does. Chris. Ding, ding, ding. He does. Ayo, good save. He is the number six highest paid player this year. You don't pay not for pay LeBron, 37. bro. I know we paid him the max, but it's like hold on, five years surprise you. Some of these will surprise okay. you. Number two, Blake Griffin. Does he have a top ten salary this year? Yes, he does. I hope not, but he's got to. He does. He does. He got. He got paid max, and he got traded to the Pistons. I don't know. He, he, he's got. He's, he's got a top five. He's got a top ten. All right. <laughs> you guys got that one right too. Number eight Ew. at thirty-four point two million. I knew it. That's I knew gross. it. Eight, though, I knew it. Close. That's gross. You know who has the most? I think it's Russ right now. Mm, okay. Number three, Clay Thompson. Does Clay Thompson? Have a top ten NBA contract. I no. would hope so, but I think he does. He does not. Okay, he doesn't. He is number eleven. Yes, right on the cusp, baby. So you guys are three for three. We knew that. We are smashing. There's a, there's a handful tied at number eleven. Maybe you're tied at number eleven later or not. Number four, Kyle Lowry. Is he a top ten oh, NBA contract? See, I would think. Yes, I he hope is. Not, but I think he, he is. is. He is. Yeah, yeah, he, he is. is. He is number nine. I knew. Thirty-three. I knew it was thirty-three. I knew it was thirty-three. We've been around you too long, sir. We They're four for four. We're four for four, bro. You guys are perfect. Let's go. Number five, Kawhi Leonard. Oh, God. No, he does not. Really? No, he does not. Because he is doing the contract, like the two years contracts, he is not. He thinks he's getting paid like 27. Ooh, five, 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 five. Let's go. No. No is correct. Number oh, 11 again. He's tied with Clay Thompson. Five out of five. 32.7 million. Got him good. I'm good, guys. The final, if you guys want to see if you can sweep this guy. We went five for five, so where is the sixth one coming out of? It was six. He said six. He said six. six. All right, sorry about this. Hey, we're five for five, though. Sorry about this. Kyrie Irving. Mm. Is he a top 10 
Yes. NBA. I think so, yeah. Yes, he is. I think, no, he's not. He's at 32 mil. He's at 32 mil. We didn't even say yes you yet. I did yes. say yes. I did say yes. We, we were pondering yes. with each other. Oh, no, I said yes. Yes, <laughs> we lock it in. All right, fine. Final answer. What, what, give me a, a range. What number is he at? He's 14. 11, he's 14. He's 18. Oh, wow. He's number 18 with 31.7. I thought it was 32. I were so good. Pull the trigger on that one. You both said yes. Dude, stop. Stop being a prick. I know, but if we thought for like five more, we might have, you know. No. You guys were both yes right, right up. Took out. Aaron, you got a second game, sir? Yeah, oh, that was it? I didn't get Okay, all right. My next game You guys are, almost swept it. Chris can absolutely be in this one. This one is fun. Is what is the top 10 biggest fears in the U.S.? That's a great question. Biggest oh, fears. Are we going to go around a circle? We're going to go around a circle. I like one it. To one. I, like I want to start, can I? Daniel's going to start. I am freaking scared of heights, so it's got to be that on there. Right? Come on. Come on. Fear of heights is number three. Yeah! I'm gonna go with arachnophobia. God damn it. Fear <laughs> of bugs, I'm just gonna ice, ice okay, that's fair. is number six. I'm writing down bugs and heights. Uh, what about sex of fixioxia? Yeah, it's that. either like fear of drowning or fear of burning, one of those. Let's hear it. Fear of drowning. Fear of drowning. Fear of Final drowning answer. is not on there. Damn. Damn. I would think that'd be on there for sure. Alright then, bet. Uh, fears, uh, general fears, guys. Afraid of the dark. Afraid of the dark is not on there. Uh, so I just need one and I got it. Okay, if he doesn't get fears. it, we're back in though. That's how it goes. Come on, guys. Um, you guys got this. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Snakes. Fear of snakes oh, is number seven. Nice. So Travis won, but I'm gonna let you guys keep going. So All right, Chris, what do you got? I don't know, I'm trying to... No, let's be a team. I'm trying to think of animals. Travis one will be a team. What about open water? That's my sphere. Oh. Is it specific things? It or is like pretty specific. I think open water... Like it is pretty specific. Something internal, like, It personally. is pretty specific. Guys, right. open, water open water is absolutely on there. Open okay. water. Okay. Tra open and? water. Open water is not on there. No, really? Okay. If drowning wasn't on there. However, no. in what? that defense, number two was open space. And what that means is when people oh. go to places in terms of social, social interactions and they're open places, they feel mm. anxiety and they have fear in that sense. Okay, so open space, it's not open water. Claustrophobia no, is number five. I knew that was going to be. Oh, so that's yeah. Okay, it's a different one. So I'll give you guys number that's two because that was fear one. of open places. Yeah, Number I am claustrophobic and my dad is. I am very claustrophobic. I can't even watch movies that they're in tight spaces. I am like that. You should watch Barry. No, no, get this, get this. No, 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 hear me out, hear me out. There's this time I watched with Marcus and Miles and they watched this, it was called like Caves 2 and they had the, exactly what it sounds like going to caves and there's some scary shit. I watched it for 15 minutes and I told them, I was like, dude, if we continue to watch this movie, I'm gonna walk the fuck out. And they're like, oh, you'll be fine, you'll stop being a pussy. 15 minutes in, I walked the fuck out and I drove home. Yeah. That's how strongly I felt with the claustrophobia because it literally bugged me out that much. That was number five. Keep going. You guys have a few more. Um, I'm trying to think. You guys got any other What ideas? did I just do to Kansas? I think I could be... Oh, oh fly, fear of flying. Fear of flying, fear flying is yeah. number four. We still don't even have number we one. We got sharks. We got hurricanes. We got tornadoes. Is that on there or not? No, those, those are all... No. Say those. no, I don't think those are on there. Those are just bad. That was bad picks. Huh? I don't know. Was that on yeah, Those okay, aren't bad picks, Daniel. Alright, which one? Do you want to do fear of tornadoes? No. Yes, fear of tornadoes. We're going with fear of tornadoes. Okay, sir. Fear of storms is number nine. Hey so that is hurricanes and 
just general storms and so I'm gonna give you guys that with fear of storms number nine What about fear of standing up in front of crowds presenting? Oh Public speaking number one is go. public speaking social is overall social anxiety, yeah. fear of speaking is number one. How okay. many we got left? One more, right? You guys have number eight and number 10. Holy and I feel like you guys should get at least number 10. Okay, but okay. Fear of talking to the opposite gender, is that kind of social anxiety? In a way, I'm not gonna say that's okay. yes or no. Okay. I'm not gonna use that one then, what do you guys think? I, I don't know. But you know what did scare the hell out of me, Aaron, kind of going back to what you said? I watched 47 meters down in the theater the and I had the because open water is my biggest fear and that gave me the most anxiety ever like I was literally sitting in that with my heart you're powered. not afraid of heights at all not at all I hate heights bro that's my I'm not heard. that fear of heights I've been in heights and I'm oh. like it's giving me shit but I still do it so it's not that fearful in my opinion like I've literally can climbed, I tell you guys I've climbed to like when I was younger like 10 years like when we used to go to superstition and I used to on this rickety ass thing, like where they used to test bomb sites, and I climbed to the tire, uh, the tower that was literally a single man, mm -hmm. uh, fucking ladder, single man, I, and it was like eight stories high, and I climbed it when I was like 11 years old. And my parents were like, "Yeah, go for it." So I, my fear of height, or like that's not that as firm yeah. as me. Mine's tremendously high. Like I, it's not roller coasters. I like roller coasters, but slow stuff like a. Uh, Ferris wheel or that just kind of sits up there. Let's sits up there like the slow stuff and there was this ride at um, the fair It's like two spiky things going and what they do is I don't know how to verbal. Oh, yes And they flip the two spices they flip around and so oh, what happened was one. we got stuck at the very top where our spike was at the top bro and it's like the seat you're sitting in is a freaking Ferris wheel and get, dude, it's so high, it's insane. It's hundreds of feet. And get, and we're stuck there, and Gabby's shaking it, and I was really like, I told her, I was like, listen, I'm 95% debating knocking you out right now, so you go to sleep, and I can just relax, because you're scaring the shit out of me right now. All right, do you guys have a guess for this last right, one? I was gonna say, what about, I had, I, had, I had one on my head. I was real. <laughs> what about um, the fear of just dying? You think that would be on there? What do you mean, bro? Just the fear of death. People freak out about that shit. All right, fine, dude. I'm trying to throw stuff out there. I, I don't have an example, but I'm laughing at you. All right, I'm going to give you guys it. Fear of dogs. Oh, really? What? Fear of dogs is number Everyone eight. Everyone loves dogs. My nephew is However, there's dogs. a lot of trauma trauma with, with dogs attacking people. Yeah. So number eight. Number ten is fear of needles. Oh. Yeah. I didn't think that's of that. what I Ooh. thought you guys were gonna guess. I don't. Like I was thinking of like fear of swallowing pills or something like that. People don't like Close. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's my games, guys. That was fun cool. times. Good nice, pod. Right? That was a long time. That was a long ass pod. But again, we had a lot to go on. Greatly appreciate Chris. Um, you know, pulling through and you know hooking it up with the studio for sure is a grand. Just another shout out to Chris. It's at Copy and Steel at. C O P Y A N D S T E A L, copy and steal. Go give him, follow him. Go follow him. Give some support. He's given our podcast a, a boost. It's been wonderful. So shout out, Chris. Just another shout out. Again, it's at copy and steal. And appreciate y'all for listening. We'll catch you next week, of course. And uh, stay tuned, man. Like the, the listeners are moving up. It's evident that y'all are inviting your friends. Hopefully, maybe it's just me listening to it like 10 times. I don't really know. And. <laughs> 
you can only listen to it one time, so I know that. But anyways, appreciate you guys for listening and supporting. Subscribe on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts if you can. Leave a review. It means the world, man. Like That's all we're trying to do. We just want to quit our day jobs at some point and just do this, drink beers, and shoot the shit, all right? Appreciate you can make you that happen. Tell all your friends. All right, amigos. See Later. Bye.